0: Welcome to another episode of Talking Tropes, where the laws of entropy have predicted that we would have to reach our 100th episode. Uh, I'm David.
1: I'm Hannah. Woohoo! We did it! 100 episodes! We're
0: celebrating because we've uploaded 50 Talking Tropes episodes. This is our 50th. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've also uploaded 100 episodes total. That includes 26 Avatar The Last Koras, (laughs) uh, 10 TARDIS tropes. Uh, nine primary educations uh, and a bunch of minis to fill in the the rest. Yeah. Uh, but it's a hundredth upload, so big celebration. Woohoo!
1: I'm I'm pumped. We did it. We this it feels like a milestone. Um, and so to celebrate, we have done something Whoop. absurd and insane. Uh, we have spent the yes, past. Yes, we
0: watched. A hundred episodes that are the hundredth episode in their series. respective show. And so we yeah. looked at a lot of the longer running network television shows. We've excluded kids shows and animated shows, daytime and, soaps, or not animated shows, uh, but animated shows for kids.
1: Yeah, no daytime soaps, so, no um, you know uh, unscripted reality TV shows. Just scripted right. network comedies or dramas.
0: Um, and we, we, we hope to find some, some patterns. We, we found, uh, we found a few, we We did,
1: (laughs) um, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride guys. And I cannot wait to let you in on a little bit of the madness. Um, though I will say,
0: I I think of this as kind of like a spiritual sequel to the, uh, the end game episode where (laughs) all of our watching was just determined by which TV shows had the episode title. Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Uh, check that one out if you like this. Um, but, but yeah, so we're going to find the patterns ourselves that this is going to be, you know, an exercise in constellation right. and, and making connections, um, but uh, there is something, you know, unique about reaching 100 episodes for all these shows, which is 100 is considered the magic number for syndication.
1: David, does that mean we can get syndicated on a major podcast network now? Can, well, can we, well uh, we're already
0: syndicated because web syndication <laughs> through RSS feeds is actually really simple, and that's why you might be listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, CastBox. iTunes or, or anything. Anything. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know we're originally on SoundCloud. If if you mm. didn't know that, shout so. out to
1: SoundCloud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but if there are any networks that want to pick us up,
1: looking at you, uh, Max Fun Radio Lab. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, right. we'll Wondery, you Slate, expect
0: to hear from our Twitter. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> pick us up. We did
0: uh, it. <laughs> But before we jump into just, like, recapping some of these episodes, uh, I thought it might be good to give people an idea of what syndication is, Hell yeah. and why 100 became the big number uh, that, that everyone celebrates.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, basically, syndication is when you take a, a show, usually a network show, and you kind of shop it around in reruns in what's called uh, off-network syndication, and you can put it onto a cable network or screen it in other countries or put it in a local TV station. But the point is just that the you know, there's a lot of time to fill on these local stations that they can't produce enough content to do so. So you would syndicate these big popular TV shows and show reruns, or even new episodes, but just not on their original network. Right. Um you know, the most it's... common way that people would do this is to kind of fill out the week with something called strip syndication or daily syndication. So you would just do one episode a week in the same time slot, and people can tune in once a day to watch Law & Order or whatever.
1: On TBS. Um, this is, like, the whole reason TBS exists.
0: <laughs> right. Well, syndication. it's the whole reason cable exists. Yeah. So once cable happened, I mean, this totally exploded. But it was pretty big in the 60s and 70s as well, because independent stations... Uh, stopped having, uh, stopped being required to have news departments, so they saw strip syndication as like a good replacement for that. Mm-hmm. Um, syndication rights are typically like six consecutive showings of a series in three to five years, so they're very lucrative, and uh, they actually sometimes make up. Up to like half of the profits on a given TV show. I would believe
1: that, you know, because people like, uh, you know, it's why when Netflix and Hulu and all these streaming services started out, their big thing was you can come here to watch your favorite shows on demand. You don't have to wait for them on cable anymore. We've got them. You know, come for Friends, come yeah, exactly. for Law and Order, whatever you, it is you watch. You know, um, yep. That's like that's um, the bonanza of uh, of syndication.
0: The bonanza. Well, we'll get to, we'll get to the
1: bonanza.
0: <laughs> um, it, it's it's very often like a show that's being syndicated will have like a reduced run time. So if you remember when they chopped up season four of Arrested Development into a bunch of shorter episodes, but more of them, mm-hmm. that was uh, supposed to be for syndication reasons that you have to fit them into 20 minutes instead of 22 or even 30 minutes. Right. Uh and uh, I, you know, there's a lot of other types of deals that you can see, but uh, the they usually center around you need a lot of episodes to make uh, to make a real profit. But um, the in recent years, the 100 episode milestone has kind of been lowered. Yeah. So even shows with like 50 episodes are considered viable for uh, SVOD syndication, which is like Netflix and Hulu and whatever St- mm-hmm. that streaming video on demand. Um,
1: Did I read this wrong because the, the sort of new average is, like, 88 episodes or so for, like, Yeah, works, I mean, 88 indication? was always,
0: like, what you needed as, like, a minimum because mm-hmm. that's, you know, uh, Basically four However seasons. many weeks with four episodes a week, you know, it's four seasons yeah. of 22 episodes, which is the standard. Right. Um, so if you ever hear on a TV show somebody talking about, like, Hey, we're, we've just hit a hundred. Right. Why is that significant? It's because it's—it's it's, you get the cash, yeah. you get the money, but it doesn't really matter anymore. Now it's just kind of a, a remnant.
1: It's—it's it's like a—it's basically a participation trophy at this point. Like, <laughs> woohoo! We made it to a hundred. We are already syndicated, yeah. but we did it. You know, like we'll have a cake. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, you, you'll definitely find that. You can Google like any hundredth episode for any show that reached 100 episodes, and there will be a big cast party where all the cast members gather around and slice a cake, right. and do a press release. And so it usually gets a lot more viewership. So that's something that I think is going to play into a lot of these episodes is, yeah. you know, more people are going to be watching this episode than the one before or the one after it.
1: Right. And, you know, it's always a big part of the marketing around the show um, that the network does is, you know, they'll, right. they'll have uh, One of the weird Banners things, though, is that
0: the the 100th episode is not always the 100th in terms of the episode order chronologically. Yeah. Sometimes they go by the production order. Sometimes they go by the broadcast order. Sometimes they count specials. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they count two-parters as one story. So. We tried to the best we could go off of what the marketing around the episode was, but right. sometimes that stuff just doesn't exist for, especially for the older shows.
1: Yeah, so you know, some sometimes these some of these might be wrong. We sort of just went off of uh, you know what Wikipedia listed as the hundredth aired episode, um, right? But there are several and, times you
0: know, TV Guide, and right? All
1: that yeah, there, so. um, but again, there are several episodes that. I, I watched more than 100 episodes, is all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I watched a lot of wrong episodes. Same.
0: Um, <laughs> but uh, let, let's, let's dive right in. Um, what were some categories that you saw appearing in these many episodes? Yeah. What were so the like most there's... common trends?
1: Uh, you know, like there's a there's a ton of different ones of these. I, I would say the biggest one is gotta just be like wedding episodes. Like a, a ridiculous right. number of these um, were just about Involve weddings, weddings or
0: proposals or engagements or yeah.
1: something. Um, also, of course, you know, big guest stars. That's like a common one. And also sometimes just like an easy yeah. thing if you're in a um, you know if you're in a rather serial show versus a more episodic show, which can, like, just, like, have a fun thing happen. Um, you know, right, guest which stars... also
0: plays into the, uh, you know, the, the scheduling thing. Right, right. Because if you've got to work your schedule around a big guest star coming, but you also have to work your schedule around making sure it's the 100th episode yeah. broadcast, it can cause some, uh, some confusing you know, <laughs> information. Right.
1: Um, so, you know, there's big guest stars, a bunch of two-parters... Um, yep. some of these were clip shows, um, a lot of them were either celebrating, you know, the hundredth anniversary of something or, you know, like some other big round number kind of anniversary. Um, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of these have relationship shifts of some kind, usually, um,
0: yeah, in the sitcoms, mainly. in the
1: sitcoms, um, then, you know, a bunch of them have flashbacks uh, or are, like, secret origin stories or are reflecting, right. are very reflective over, you know, the usually about five seasons of show that they've done at that point.
0: Right. Five years. Five seasons. Yeah. 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 People get nostalgic.
1: Um, you know, so then uh, there's birthday and surprise parties. There's musical numbers. There's babies being born. Um, another yeah. pretty big one is definitely, uh, like themes about death and mourning, which, which I think is fascinating for like a show that's very celebratory or, you know, for, right. like Well,
0: it's gotta be reflective, it, 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 but like being reflective doesn't always mean being celebratory. It's, right. Yeah. For, for a drama, being reflective means thinking back on all the people we've lost.
1: Right. Right. Or, you know, losing someone new and dealing with that. Like that, this is a big one, right. of course, for like dramas, um, And occasionally some of the, uh, you know, like, cop dramas. (laughs) Um, Uh, I'm
0: sure that a lot of these are just kind of based on coincidence because we just watched so many shows that there had to be some weird overlaps. Right. Um, But, you know, there's, like, a couple episodes with the same standard sitcom plots about, like, scoring a bunch of money and what do we do with the money (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you know, like, again, um, it's a big, exciting thing that happens to them on the 100th episode. You know, like, right. that, that kind of idea, I think. Um,
0: right, but they may not have even been thinking of it as a 100th episode. It's true. You know, sometimes these just are, coincidentally, the 100th. Yeah. Um,
1: um a, a fun trend that also popped up in this was just Italian immigrants or, like, right. Italian yeah, we'll family. Right, will get to that and
0: explain which show's... Happen to feature Italian immigrants. Okay, pause uh, the
1: podcast now and, and tweet at us which or comment which shows do you think dealt with Italian immigrants? Uh, <laughs> big, big. They've got big reveals. Uh, you know, some of them end in arrests. Uh, you know, maybe they're not celebrating a birthday, but they're celebrating a holiday of some kind. A bunch of these involve right. travel or you know big yeah, accomplishments. Big,
0: you know big, uh, shooting on location in, like, a fun place Yeah, to be, yeah, know, a good way to celebrate. Totally. Uh,
1: so, yeah, that's... And,
0: uh, with, without further ado, I, I kind of want to start with my favorite episode, because I think it gets to a lot of these, yeah. uh, categories, which is, uh, 30 Rocks 100th Episode Special, which is just titled 100, Parts 1 and 2, uh... And basically, it's, it's got clip show elements, which, I mean, 30 Rock often does kind of flashback clip show things just as, as a cutaway gag. But here, it's like the central thing, because the cast of 30 Rock is shooting their 100th episode, so it's an anniversary. Right. Uh, and they've decided, or th- there's a, a massive gas leak that is making everybody nostalgic <laughs> and, and uh, a little bit... Uh, intoxicated
1: a pretty intoxicated yeah so you know everyone's doing stupid stuff and their show is about to be canceled if it doesn't impress uh
0: yeah and if if tracy doesn't doesn't get back in time because tracy is worried about his reputation being too good after winning an oscar (laughs) that he can't go back to tv and so then they go up to the roof of 30 rock and try to shoot kenneth the page with a gun (laughs) to ruin his reputation i mean it's pretty dramatic uh, there's a ton of guest stars in this one. Michael Keaton plays uh, a, a janitor who's, it's his last day before retirement. Uh, he <laughs> dies, which is death. Um, there's a big relationship shift in that it's a Dennis episode, so uh, Liz's ex-boyfriend Dennis shows up to take advantage of her during this gas leak. Right,
1: because she um, accidentally there's calls There's even the him. return
0: of the blue guy yeah. from the episode where Tracy does Conan.
1: Rachel Dratch is back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, she's always back. I know, but, uh, but... She's back as the blue guy. The blue guy. <laughs> so, this is my favorite. It's my favorite show on this list. It's my favorite episode. I think it really feels like a 100th episode special.
1: Totally, totally. Um, should, we, should we talk about some other shows that, you know, are either very self-aware or, you know, the 100th is somehow a part of the story?
0: Yeah, I think that's the, the, let's get those out of the way first, because yeah. they're the most clear, this is what a hundredth episode is. Right,
1: right. Uh, well, actually, before we do that, I just want to make note of, I I wanted to keep track of a few things as we were sort of going through all of these. Um, and I was trying to figure out, you know, you would think that the hundredth episode is generally a pretty big deal, so that a lot of them would have, like, the hun- hundred or hundredth or something like that in... The uh, title only thirteen right. out of a hundred. did. like that's a wildly low number compared to what I was Still expecting.
0: Thirteen percent. I mean, like that doesn't mean that n- that none of the other episodes were aware or self aware of them being right. the hundred. Right. But all of these were a hundred percent sure that they are the hundredth episode. <laughs> is the good thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, as opposed to some of the other ones where we're a little, a
1: little not sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about the ones where hundredth is part of the story.
0: So the, here's one monk. Is, the episode is titled Mr. Monk's 100th Case. There you go. And it's his 100th case. So he's celebrating. He went on a talk show, Um which is hosted by Eric McCormick, you know, Will from Will and Grace.
1: Mm-hmm. So guest cool. star, guest uh, star. Uh, we star.
0: <laughs> and... Uh, Yeah, so he has to resolve that case because he missed something. You know, it's a classic "I missed something" episode.
1: And you know it, it, yeah. Um, Then there's Chicago. And at the end of the
0: episode, um, it's they say like, "Oh, you solved your hundred and first case, technically, because that was a different case." Yeah, because he's Monk and he loves big round numbers. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Um, I've never, I've, like, never watched Monk before. That's true for a lot of these shows. I have just never on, watched man. these before. Who
0: not like Monk? I,
1: your, your family is a big Monk family. Your family we're, of Monks. We're Monkeys. Um.
0: Whatever you call it, <laughs> fans of Monk. Uh,
1: another one is Chicago Fire, another show that I have never watched before. Um, this one. Right, it's another Dick
0: Wolf project. Yeah.
1: Um, this, uh, whatchamacallit, it's. It's, it's just It's about
0: firemen. Yeah, it's about Fire firemen. Firefighters.
1: They do firemen stuff. One of them is like weird about his life uh so he's kind of reflective yeah. but also the like b plot of the episode somehow feels like it should have been like the a plot or something where they own this bar that's turning a hundred and so it's failing right and they you know gotta get and it it's, a, it's
0: an al capone bar at uh, you the know. End, yeah. if, for anybody who's lived in chicago every single bar in the city <laughs> claims to be an al capone bar um <laughs> it's it's ridiculous uh I don't think any of them actually had Al Capone in them. Right. It's just something you say to get people to come. Right. But apparently they managed to get themselves on the tour. There you go. The official the Al, Capone Al Capone tours, tour. which it was, are real and are.
1: Because it was published in the newspaper in the arts and leisures section, so it's a, it's official right. then that it's real. Um, <laughs> the the middle, it's the like hundredth anniversary of the town being there.
0: Um, right, yeah. The the middle on on ABC, uh, it, you might know, is
1: the a least so premise-having
0: show. It's literally the show about nothing, even more so, I think, than...
1: <laughs> Take that, Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> than Seinfeld. Um, but yeah, this is their town's 100th anniversary festival, and so there's a subplot about picking the slogan for the town. Right. And, there's uh, a being-in-the-parade float. So, yeah, 100th. Yeah. They're celebrating. They're celebrating. And then it's also kind of a reflective episode, right?
1: Yeah, because it's about how they were originally trying to get to Chicago or Chicago. leave to go to Chicago. Because they got to go see that Al Capone bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they end up staying where they are because of a supposedly lost gas cap, but then you find out it's not. And so, you know, it's just like... They're very reflective and thankful that this is where they made their home, and despite um, all its to grow flaws, up in
0: middle America we
1: love it. You is know, the, like,
0: is the dream? Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> Fraser's storyline—it's celebrating his thousand thousandth, excuse me. Um, right,
0: because obviously, if he's, re- he's re- if he's recording a daily episode right. like a, like every day of the week yeah they're gonna have way more than 100 episodes by the time yeah. you reach the 100th episode of yeah. Frasier yeah
1: so um, they're like let's so just call it a thousand. thousand why not um yeah yeah, so they celebrate um, that. it's all about
0: him being really stuck up about it. Yeah. Because he's Frasier. It's
1: Frasier. He wants a big celebration. And is
0: really jealous.
1: Yeah, and they just aren't able to get to the celebration for him, but then when he finally gets there, he's such a good guy that he sits and listens to the cab driver tell him about his, like, story.
0: His divorce. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's not that he's such a good person, but it's he's learned something about about being humble, <laughs> not Iles. Um, I can't do a good Kelsey grammar. But, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, of course, you know that, like, Frasier didn't originate on Frasier, so now might be a good time to just bring up Shears. Yeah, this is, is a, a weird is one. It's not a 100th episode special at all. No. It's just like any other I episode. mean, it's
1: got a big accomplishment or, you know, a big status quo change in that Carla gets a house. She buys a house. Great. Um, you know, it's like a
0: haunted house, and she and Cliff spend a night there. They
1: do, and they sort of bond and don't hate each other as much by the end of it. Uh, right. But and, I mean,
0: you can tell that like the Frasier people by, were much more proud of getting to 100 than the Cheers people. Maybe the Cheers people right. just knew that they had a hit, so yeah. they weren't worried about hitting 100. But Frasier right. was like, we're a spinoff. Spinoffs don't always go to 100. Yeah. Uh, Plus,
1: you know, it's Fraser. Like that's the sort of shit Fraser, the character, cares about. You know, as
0: okay, evidenced yeah. by the
1: episode. So, like, of course, you, and gotta you can't write say an like we're serving
0: our ten thousandth drink or right, something. <laughs>
1: right, right. Um, I mean, I honestly wouldn't put it past Cheers to do something stupid <laughs> like that at some point. Our one millionth well. drink. Um, <laughs>
0: Uh, well, there's still more that that are celebrating a hundredth anniversary. Yeah. ER is celebrating the hundredth anniversary of their hospital yes. by having the first baby born in that hospital return as a hundred-year-old woman. Yeah, uh, it's, it's cute. Good luck, Ruth Johnson.
1: She's fun. Uh, uh, River Song gives a speech it's... about medicine.
0: <laughs> right. Well, if you don't know Alex uh, Kingston. Yeah. Uh, got her not start her start ER. but her big breakout, breakout was on ER, yeah. and she went on to play river song in dr who yes um but yeah i castle. Have also,
1: yeah castle um this one's i don't know how would you describe this one did was it fun or not i can't decide
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was exactly what i assumed castle would be like <laughs> if that helps uh you know, I'm so Castle being kind of like a, a ripoff of of Murder, uh, she, Murder wrote. she Wrote, yeah. But you know, with uh, what's his name, uh, Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion, yeah. as the dude, and then he falls in love with the the cop, the the cop, and they get married. So by this point, they've done the will they won't they part. That's done. Yeah, thank
1: God. They're together. And
0: so the whole episode is just a parody of rear window because <laughs> Nathan Fillion's legs are broken. But it turns out <laughs> you, you tell it.
1: Okay, so he keeps trying to solve this crime, but like all the time everyone's like, Castle, you're crazy. Castle, you're doing illegal things with forced time and money. Stop. You're harassing this guy. And so then, uh, finally, his partner, whose name I forget, goes over there, and she's like, I'm going to prove to you that this is just a normal man, but then there's a struggle and the lights turn out, so he hobbles across the street, and he calls all right, of his like cop friends. Yeah, like in
0: to Yeah,
1: and he calls all his cop friends, and they walk in, and it's a surprise party <laughs> for his birthday.
0: Right, and they play it like, at first, they're, they're going to play it like he's going to get mad, but he's like, this is the greatest thing anyone's ever done for me. Yeah. And then they're like, so this is how we celebrate our 100th case together. So it's a 100th case and it's a, a birthday, yeah. a surprise party. They
1: really stuck a um, bunch of shit in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's let's do more surprise parties. There's yeah. a surprise party in 7th in Heaven.
1: <laughs> yeah. D-
0: explain the premise of 7th Heaven.
1: So there's a preacher who's got a lot of kids and they're super moralistic about everything. But then there's also like... <laughs>
0: Well, he's a yeah, soapy drama
1: preacher. and stuff. And So like, right. that's it. You know, that's that's a. Um, um... It's and like if Jessica
0: Biel Meets... jumps on a plane and and goes home, and the dad is so mad because he's like, Jessica Biel, you ran away from your grandmother's house where you were staying.
1: <laughs> I think and she's like she's at like, college. Like she's like the kind of the trouble child or something. And then right. like she'd finally gotten her act together and was like at college or like doing something, staying with this other family out somewhere else. Um, and she, he finds out that she's coming home and meanwhile everyone else is like running around and like figuring out how easy or hard it is to be their dad. Mostly it's so hard. But then <laughs> one girl is like, I'll get to that. Um, so basically, he he thinks it's, like, her ex-boyfriend or this dude they're fostering in the house. Um, yeah,
0: he threatens to punch the guy yeah. out. He's like, you're trying to steal my daughter away from me. Like, but it turns out, no, she was just coming home because it's his birthday. And he forgot, forgot that it was his birthday. No, because
1: he's just so selfless. God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then basically they, not only the family throws them a the surprise party, but then there's like a church the, the whole church comes and the, he like goes around and just shakes everyone's hand and like pats women <laughs> the on the head. the band plays the
0: theme song.
1: Oh my God. The band plays the theme song. It's <laughs> wild. Um,
0: and this is the worst theme song also, that I've ever heard. No oh, I don't hate the band. I'm sure
1: they tried their best. I don't hate it. Um, but it's fine. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> But the one daughter who's still in the house, she's like, Dad, I've decided what I want to do with my life. I want to be a preacher just like you. Because <laughs> she, like, helps uh, like, mom, like, talk to her son about wanting, like, blaming herself for their husband's suicide or something. Like, it's all very convoluted and strange.
0: Right. Well, it's, you know, it's standard, like, soap opera yeah. drama, you know, schmaltzy stuff. Yeah. But, like... The 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 main point of why it's on this list is because it's titled 100, and it's, you know, it's a big surprise birthday party where they play the theme song. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's great. So it's very self-aware. <laughs> right. Uh, um,
0: one more surprise party. Uh, the Jeffersons. Uh, you know, famous spin-off of All in the Family. Uh, and this well, one's titled uh, Lu- Louise's Sister, and it's about, you know... Uh, Mrs. Jefferson, her her long lost sister shows up at a surprise party, and there's drama.
1: Yeah, it's not even a surprise birthday party though. I think it's just a surprise party for the sister, but they try to disguise it as like the maid's birthday.
0: Um, oh, or as her anniversary of working for them, or something. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, whatever. It's a it's a surprise. It's a surprise party.
1: party. Yeah. Um, what's interesting though is we have this, which is Louise's birthday. Uh, uh, and we have Louise's sister. Or is Louise's the name is the sister. Episode. Sorry. And Malcolm in the middle has Lois's sister as its hundredth episode. Right. And it's kind and of just like
0: season five, episode thirteen. It's just like what are, are the two chances? Separated by decades and
1: content, like very different from <laughs> each other. And very
0: much content.
1: Um, though I will say I enjoyed the Jeffersons. I think of all the like old sitcoms, that one might have been uh, my favorite. Oh yeah, it was it was it was very fun. I found um, I found myself I genuinely like laughing as opposed to some of the other ones where I'm like, why did Come anyone on. ever watch this? Um, well
0: I really like Malcolm in the Middle.
1: I also like Malcolm <laughs> and, uh, in the Middle.
0: And uh this one's great. It's got um uh a, a, another guest star. Uh, it's the uh the, the sister from uh, or sister in law from uh Roseanne. Yes. And uh she's playing Lois' sister uh who they don't really get along they fight they have sibling rivalry to the point to the point of ridiculousness because uh, she needs a kidney transplant or she's going to die and she refuses to tell Lois that she is having this this medical issue okay, because this... then Lois is gonna win and she's gonna be this the savior right all she'll always
1: her. just hold this kidney over her um... right
0: I think that's a uh, pretty, you know, high stakes premise for the yeah, hundredth episode.
1: For sure. I will say though, this doctor that she's seeing should be sued for malpractice, like immediately. He breaks HIPAA like so many times and schedules her for a fucking like kidney transplant. Right. I mean, they
0: point that out in the show.
1: Yeah, it's but then they just do it. It's like very strange. Um, you know, like you have to prep well, for an like, operation they, like they that. They sound
0: alike on the phone. Is the point? And <sighs> so, right? Like. <laughs>
1: But she shows so like, up at the hospital, Lois, and yeah. he's like, "All right, ready for surgery." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And then Lois reveals it all. But it's just like you gotta prep for that sort of shit. I don't know. Right. Uh, anyway, but
0: what I always like about Malcolm in the Middle is that it can juggle, uh, you know, high, like you know, crazy comedy, cartoonish comedy with uh, with heart. Yeah. And there's a big speech about sisterhood. And it's, it all wraps up nicely, yeah. and you guys should all check out Map in the Middle. I
1: love it. It's great. Um, speaking of Lois, the worst show. <laughs> There's more Lois. Family Guy. Woohoo. Lois Griffin, and God.
0: Uh, and she she gets killed in this Stewie one. Stewie
1: kills Lois, and then we get the two-parter follow-up. Lois kills Stewie. This is the one. It's it's bad. It, this
0: was a big event. Uh, you know, first of all, Family Guy had gotten canceled after season three and because of syndication because syndication is magic uh all the episodes that have been shown on cartoon network uh re- reinvigorated interest in the show and the dvds sold so well that they were like we gotta bring this guy back in and do more family guy
1: i'm so sad <laughs> that that happened but here we are
0: <laughs> thanks adult swim um, but anyway, in any case, it did come back, and it ran for a million more seasons. Yeah. Uh, we're up to season 18 now, I can't I think. believe
1: it. I'm so sad. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway... this was the
0: big hundredth episode, so they had interviews, they had behind the scenes, they had all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, do we feel the need to say more about this episode? <laughs> Stewie kills well, Lois Stewie on a boat. Stewie kills
0: Lois, but it's a pretty big letdown because, and they point this out in the show because very meta... Um, that it was all a simulation, right? And it's not a dream; it's a simulation. So you can't yeah. say it's like *Wizard of Oz*, but yeah. uh, it's still kind of a letdown. Um, but uh, you know, Seth MacFarlane would go on to create more let letdowns. For <laughs> so us, right? many
1: more, including *American Dad*. Oh no! Which also
0: reached a hundred episodes. That's time ago. This has
1: seventeen episodes of, or seasons of this nonsense. I cannot believe. Um so, right. the, so this one was
0: also kind of a special, because they had a counter at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, and a hundred
1: characters will die.
0: Right, but of course, like, 99 characters just die in a bus crash, right. and then the last character to die is, like, a one-off character from a long time ago. Yeah. I, Somet- someday we're gonna have to like research like where does that originate from? The big event where they tell you a character is gonna die. Yeah, you know that's a good the one. Simpsons definitely did it. That was a big one. But like, where does that
1: originate? For sure. Um, you know, this one is about his daughter runs off with like the pothead dude, and uh, yeah, they're gonna get married. They've been dating
0: for several seasons.
1: Um, yeah, they're gonna get married, and then uh, he puts out like a reward for stopping the wedding uh and so the the stoner boyfriend uh oh well they try to run away don't they with the money
0: yeah there's a big joke where the 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 boy the fiance is like i'm no good for your daughter just give me the money and (laughs) i'll ruin the wedding by leaving with the money and then it turns out that was part of a Their plan, a trick, yeah. And they're both running away with the money and eloping.
1: Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, so there's a wedding in that one. Um which brings us to oh, the yeah. like Oh sorry. The weddings. The, the wedding. wedding episodes. Yeah. The All of the wedding episodes. Let's kick it off with Gilmore Girls. Um, this Hell one, yeah. this is like the end of a big arc where uh, Lorelai, the mom, um, her parents are renewing their vows and have come back together right. after some time being separated. Um, and, you know it's, it's got a lot of relationship drama with Lorelai and Luke, and it's got a bunch of relationship drama with Rory and, um, Logan and all that. And so, and a bunch
0: of jokes about, you know, high class culture, you know, fancy people that parties and poor people who are also invited to the parties now because the Gilmore girls, they're inviting people to weddings now.
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so you know this one again. Lots of big relationship shifts, drunk dads, uh, yeah, reconciling and just grandparents. Yeah, it's a good encapsulation
0: of the show as a whole. So for sure. Like a perfect celebration for a hundred.
1: For sure. Um, then we've got um, One Tree Hill, which is incomprehensible <laughs> if you've not watched the show before, as I haven't.
0: Right. I mean, it's a it's one of these soap opera type things, yeah. but this is the big, <laughs> the big wedding one, just titled Hundred. Yep. Uh, <laughs> where. Two characters are getting married, but they're not sure because they're in love with other people, and there's a okay, bunch of flashbacks Okay, it's, it's the dumbest to... thing,
1: because they're like, you cannot, I can't marry you because you wrote this story about your old girlfriend. He's like, I didn't, right. though. It's, it's, the
0: classic, it's, it's the classic, I'm a writer, so my soul is in the book. Right, and, and so she's when like... And somebody reads the book, they just start crying. Right.
1: And, and she's like what are you talking about? This is clearly you're in love with the, your ex-girlfriend. He's like, but I am not. She's the
0: comet in the book. Yeah, and then so, and like, the
1: she leaves him, and it's super weird. And, you know, this one has one of the, like, imagine standing up at the wedding, wedding and objecting uh, sort of tropes. Um, but, oh, you yeah. know, it's it imaginary.
0: It was all in her yeah. imagination that she stood up and said, You can't marry her because you fixed my car and you fixed my heart. <laughs> um, and then the dad who murdered the uncle comes back and he, it seems like he had kidnapped uh, the, one of the brother's sons. Um, but, uh, it turns out that it was a totally different character who kidnapped him and the dad was actually saving him and it ends on a cliffhanger of just this murderer walking into the house and being like, Hey guys.
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, um, yeah, it's very, it's so weird. Uh, then we've yeah. got Jane the Virgin, and we we included this one because it's one of the uh, I think kind of rare Only shows of
0: that ends on a hundred.
1: Yeah, it ex- ends its final episode of its fifth season is the one hundredth episode, and they actually went so far to make sure that that happened because they just did a cast like interview uh, <laughs> like retrospective episode right before this. Um, so they're <laughs> like, no, we got to end on chapter one hundred. Um, And, you know, this is, of course, the big resolution with uh, Jane, I won't spoil it, marrying the guy. Um, The guy. The guy. You don't know (laughs) which guy. But she does it
0: because all telenovelas end...
1: with a wedding. You know, very self-aware of, you know, the tropes that it's working with. Um, Right. And, of
0: course, everything goes wrong with the wedding, but it's perfect at the same time.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's... uh, we get a big reveal of who the narrator has been this whole time. Um, You know, we get a uh, like all the characters get nice little conclusions to their arcs and stories. And you know, it's, it's very nice. Um, Then we've got Grey's Anatomy. Um, and this is the uh, one where... Which
0: also has a wedding, but it's a weird t- twist surprise wedding. It's
1: so Grey's Anatomy. It truly is. <laughs> this is like season five of the show, so like, I think I had stopped watching... you guys remember watching... this episode?
0: It's called What a Difference a Day Makes. It's...
1: So, so this remember? one's narrated not by Meredith Grey, but by Izzy, played by Catherine Heigl. Um, right. And uh, she's been planning uh, Meredith's wedding, but now... She's dying again from cancer. So they give her the wedding as a surprise. And no. Meredith and McDreamy are like, we'll get married in secret sometime. We're, we, that's too much fuss for us. Yuck. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, that's basically the episode.
0: That's the episode. There's some hallucinations um, due to Grace... cancer. Sorry. Right. Cancer. Hallucinations to yeah. cancer. Yeah. Will and Grace is another big wedding episode called Marry Me a Little, Marry Me a Little More. Yeah. Because Will, uh, or sorry, Grace gets married to her, like, new boyfriend who has, like, just been introduced on the show. Yeah. On national television because Katie Couric, guest star, tells <laughs> them to.
1: Yep. Um, it's, it's very weird. And then, you know. At first, uh, Will is, like, very upset that he didn't... Um, he didn't
0: get to go to the wedding. He didn't
1: get to go to the wedding because, at the time, gay marriage was not, like, possible. Um, you know, so it, it was still... That's
0: not why he wasn't invited to the wedding. It was because it was impromptu. No, that's not why TV. he wasn't...
1: No, he, he, dre- he was so hurt about her wedding because he couldn't have oh. his own because gay marriage was not yeah. yet legal.
0: Cause, right, because Grace's wedding is supposed to be his day, too. Yeah. To,
1: yeah, um, um. So
0: then they just have another wedding. But yeah. Then that one gets called off because <laughs> of a runaway bride. So then they have a third wedding.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's Most very weddings wild.
0: per two parter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um. Also of note, Katie Couric somehow made two guest star appearances. Like I don't think right. any of the other guest stars are on this list more than once. Uh. But Katie Couric just racking them up. Um, She was also on the 100th episode of Murphy Brown, which was uh, Murphy's big um, baby shower. And so we just get like a ton of famous female news anchors uh, from the time kind of coming on as guest stars and giving her presents and whatnot. Um, You know, celebration. Hooray.
0: Celebration and also the troubles of... Of being uh, a single mother, having it all...
1: Right. You know, classic... (laughs) Right. Like, a single mother and a working mother. Um, So, yeah. Then, uh, in the proposal category, we've got M.A.S.H. Um,
0: Right. Uh, The episode Margaret's Engagement. She gets engaged and then gets sexually harassed. Yeah, it's
1: Mm -hmm. not fun. Um, Because
0: she's engaged. And...
1: A guy terrible, is crazy. Terrible
0: things ensue.
1: Yeah. Um, then uh, the Donna Reed show.
0: Sort of classic, you know, uh, fifty late fifties sitcom. Yeah. Of, you know, just about a family.
1: Yeah. She. Um, her her. Aunt-in-law, aunt in law. Yeah. Her her husband's aunt comes to town, and she's like, oh, reminiscing. And then uh, she I left town because I, was I fell in an old flame. He wouldn't take me to the dance, <laughs> so <Right. laughs> uh, you know she falls in love with this guy who turns out to be the guy who's blocking the building of a new children's clinic for the hospital that the dad works at. Uh, but then it's a happy ending. They're able to build the clinic, and uh, you know they they fall right. in love and, and they propose.
0: rekindle their lost love yes. from when they were young by re-exchanging their engagement earrings. Yeah. Uh, and the episode's called Aunt Belle's Earrings. And so just having a random ant character that we've never seen before come in and get engaged and get married, like, all right, I'll take it for 100th episode. <laughs> I- but, but the strange thing is that... Our next show on this list did almost the exact same plot. Right. The Andy Griffith show.
1: Yeah, also a classic, uh, you know, like, 60s uh, family show. Um, there's, yeah, like, a, a local... Aunt Bee
0: gets declared for. <laughs>
1: yeah. There's, like, a local, I don't know...
0: Crazy guy. A crazy
1: guy? I don't know how to describe him. He's... His...
0: He he he's in a family band, yeah, like a jug band.
1: Uh, there's some nice
0: all with a ton of awful sons.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's some nice music, um, but
0: it's there's excessive music. This this episode is so devoid of plot, yeah. jokes, character.
1: Yeah, there's nothing because here. There's
0: just two giant sons. Um, but maybe these people are real musicians. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but basically, he kidnaps Andy Griffith's mother, I guess, um, and is like, "You gotta marry me." And she to get out of it, she basically nags him to death and tricks him into going, yuck, I don't want this lady. Get her out of here. And then she's like, I'm free. And it's very weird. Um, um,
0: another show that we watched. Uh, two shows starring Andy the Griffith. The of the Andy Griffiths show. Uh, because they all went on to be, well, not all of them. But a lot. Obviously, some of them are, were dead. But uh, Andy Griffith and Don Knotts went on to be in Matlock. Yep. Uh, your, your grandpa's favorite show.
1: <laughs> this, you know, it's a classic kind of detective courtroom procedural, courtroom procedural um, where th- this one is there are two identical brothers and one of them kills a Great. lady, but who killed her? The answer is both of them. They were in cahoots to <laughs> the end. <laughs>
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's interesting because this is this this plot point was also used in Better Call Saul a couple seasons ago. Um, but the point was that the case gets practically thrown out of court because uh, Jimmy, uh, you know, Saul is he, uh, you know, he replaces one of the, one, you know, his defendant with a lookalike in order to throw off the person who gave, you know, the the eyewitness who said, that's the guy, I saw him. Mm -hmm. But here Matlock is doing the same thing, but it's not thrown out of court, which I thought was weird. It's very unrealistic as a courtroom.
1: Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, Then, uh, you know, to continue on with some proposals, there's Bonanza, uh, another classic Western. Um, Right. This one is about sort of like a, a miracle healer, Who is going to heal one of the characters, uh, this girl? Sick lady. And who's rich. And so, you know, they think they're just trying to steal her riches, which they are at first, but then he genuinely loves her um, and genuinely wants to heal her. I don't know
0: if any of you have seen the movie, it's like a classic movie, The Night of the Hunter.
1: Uh, I haven't seen it has
0: kind of a similar plot except for it turns out the guy is a fake preacher and is a murderer and just starts killing people (laughs) (laughs) Um, but this one it's a happy ending yeah well sort
1: of it's bittersweet he leaves and is like I'll come back to you when I've earned your love Um, yeah and then the other guy who is pining after the lady is kind of like but I love you you had the power
0: in you all along to walk and so she
1: she does so she does um, In rawhide, he- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get him up, get him on. Rolling,
0: uh, <laughs> rolling, rolling. Roll. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, this one is a wild plot. There's a bunch of ladies who are coming west to marry a bunch of dudes in a town, uh, but then they get kidnapped by the people who are taking them out there to like.
0: Right, it's like a mail order bride yeah. kind of service, um, yeah. which you know happened, but it was obviously a front for you know. Human trafficking.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, and but then
0: the, our good old boys, led by uh, Clint, Eastwood. Clint Eastwood and his friend, <laughs> they come and save everybody. Yeah. And then they all get married to their real husbands. Like they should.
1: Like they should. Um,
0: I mean, like, obviously, if this episode was made today, it would end with them, like, forming some kind of feminist collective right. out in the West. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was the, it was the 60s. The best you could hope for as a woman in a 60s TV show is to get married to a guy who isn't a total... Douchebag. Uh, ...monster. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, so then we have Smallville. And this one, you know, this one's weird because it's got a big reveal and a proposal, but both of those things get retconned out of it in this episode.
0: Right, it's a time travel episode, guys. Kind of, we yeah. We introduce time travel into Smallville, and so everything goes to shit.
1: Yeah, um, basically. So his his the girlfriend he just proposed to after revealing his secret dies in like a car crash, um, and so he tries to go back in time, but he the car crash almost happens anyway. Um and then right
0: he he's not very good at this whole time travel thing.
1: No, he's very bad at it and then his dad dies instead. Uh cuz the universe right. demands so justice that's or permanent,
0: something. His dad being dead. Yeah.
1: Right after with a few he
0: wins later on in the show. Right
1: after he <laughs> wins the senate position. Oh darn. Um <laughs> anyway, Boy Meets World, it's a Christmas episode with Promise Rings, and it's about learning to deal with your partner's weirdness. But I hate this resolution right. because they don't actually talk about dealing with each other's weirdness and blending to the traditions. They're just like, I love you anyway.
0: No, they they, they kind of address it. Eh, I don't know. I, not it,
1: enough. It's fine.
0: Watch for yourself and decide. The point is, this definitely plays into if you go back to our, our Christmas special episode, where we talked about every Christmas special episode is just. <laughs> Based on a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, this one is as well. There's literally a Christmas Carol interlude about, uh, you know, about the boy seeing the future and being like, "Oh no, this is what will happen yeah. if I don't Corey. be friends."
1: Oh, Corey. Be-
0: Corey, if I don't, if don't. I don't f- listen to my my future wife.
1: Yeah. Anyway, which is again a dumb moral. You should talk to your partner and not. Like and be willing to compromise uh, on both sides. Anyway, uh, Modern Family. um, This one sort of loosely fits in. Uh, Cam's sister. Yeah,
0: Cam's sister gets proposed to, and there's drama that ensues. Yeah. Because Cam is sensitive.
1: Yeah. This is this one did not feel particularly 100 y It just sort of felt like no. uh, An episode that happened to be the hundredth for Modern Family. Uh, It happens. It happens. Um,
0: And then we've got Jag. Hey, you guys ever heard about Jag? (laughs) Heard of it. (laughs) Well, I'm sure you guys have heard of NCIS, and the showrunner and creator of NCIS uh, had produced another show before that, Jag, which had all the same character archetypes, like a, you know, kind of, you know, a cool, a, a cool Navy guy, and like a a girl Navy guy and, like, a dorky Navy guy and then, like, an older Navy guy who's, like, in charge. <laughs> All the same characters, uh, but these guys are more judges. Right. Uh, what does JAG stand for? I should find out.
1: <laughs> it stands for something. JAG?
0: JAG? Well, of course, it stands for uh, Judge Advocate General. Um, So unlike NCIS, which is about the detectives involved with Navy crimes, JAG is about the judges of Navy crimes. There you go. So in this episode, boomerang, they go to Australia. (laughs) It's a big
1: budget travel episode to celebrate 100. Give the cast and crew a vacation while they work.
0: But the reason we're including it here is because it's also a proposal episode. One of the Aussies gets the hots for... The girl jag. The girl jag. That's what I call her. <laughs> um, and she also goes topless on the topless beach. Ooh. And it's very, whoa, but they don't show it because, Because oh, it's whoa. TV. And then it turns out she was never actually topless. She just had a book over her chest.
1: Womp, womp.
0: That's the big twist in this one. C- cool. Um, but, yeah, she gets proposed to, and it's left hanging whether she will... One day return to Australia. Uh,
1: um,
0: I don't know what happened to that. I haven't watched the rest of Jag, nope. but I do know that in one episode they have a sort of backdoor pilot and that's where NCIS was born.
1: The horror, the monster. <laughs> we At did least. watch
0: the hundredth episode of NCIS. We do you we want did. to talk
1: about it? Um, this one's insane. They go on a <laughs> ship, it's like a ghost ship or something. The ghost ship But it's just Russians. And it's right. like nuclear bombs, it's a not bio it Turns out they
0: were just trying to scare them off the boat to protect their pirates' gold. Yeah,
1: but it's the Russians. It's and the right. gold is a bomb. And it's a nuclear
0: bomb instead of pirates' yeah.
1: gold. Yeah, um, and then they get off the. This is the craziest part. They get off the boat just before it gets blown up by rocket launch, like rockets and missiles. Hey, and they're like, know, how did they, they the know just in time? How did they know we were
0: now why off is the this boat? episode called Shimera?
1: Chimera? Or Chimera. Because that you was the it. the project name. It was oh, it was okay. Project lame. Chimera, yeah. There's, it's
0: kind of a lame hundredth episode. Yeah. Whatever. The
1: Israeli Not girl. nearly
0: as cool as the NCIS spin off show NCIS oh my God. Los Angeles.
1: This one is definitely... The episode titled,
0: Reznikov, comma, N. Yes. And it's the dad, Reznikov.
1: So, so we're getting to the point... Yeah, okay. We're talking... We're getting to the point where we're just talking about procedurals. Um, So, I just want to, like, rank these in, like, number of, like, most horrible cops (laughs) to less horrible cops. And NCIS right. Los Angeles is definitely close to the top of the list. This guy just, like, murders tons of people and, like, endangers so many lives and just gets, like, zero repercussions for it. And, like, disobeys, right. like, direct chain of command orders from his superior and just, like, is absolutely yeah. the one of the worst, like, just rogue cops I've seen in a while.
0: Just for comparison, the Jags do get in a punch fight with some other judges, so yeah, I don't know if that makes them worse, probably not, no. but they do get into random punching fights like at the courthouse with Australian judges over petty shit.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, then we've got... Anything
0: else to say about NCISLA?
1: Uh, it's it's bad. It's just
0: or nasizla, as I call it. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got criminal minds in our procedural rundown. How do they rank? This one's called
1: 100. This one's not great police either. Misconduct. This one's about a, a serial killer who's targeting his family, right? The Reaper. This is, God, is so bad. And, you know, so this is a big conclusion to that arc because they finally catch him, but not before he kills his wife while his child hides in a drawer somewhere. Oof! It's like, this. Yeah, this one in particular it. is just like, god tv hates women because they give her like this emotional speech on the phone to him before she gets shot in the head where she's like you're the best and i love you not like fuck you for putting me in this situation like yeah
0: it's interesting she gets fridged but it's the kid who's he's not in a fridge he's in like a a
1: drawer he gets shoved in a drawer but he shoves himself in a drawer drawer so. All
0: right. Well, <laughs> but she gets fridged, basically. She does. Uh, but but this one, it's all about how this cop is a cop on the edge, uh, and how you know it's it's done like a framed narrative where he, all of his uh, teammates are being interviewed about what went wrong here. Why is there a woman dead?
1: Right. Um, but then at the end, she's and like, the wife
0: of a cop, no less.
1: Right. But then she's like, you did the investigators like you did nothing wrong. You did everything <laughs> you could. And have fun with your son. Bye. Have <laughs> like, fun. Bye. It's, it's just, uh, it's not great. Um, CSI, crime uh, scene investigators, CSI. just like major trigger warning for just horrible, horrible transphobia, transphobia. and like violence against I mean, trans it's people. It's a very
0: 2006 kind of Ugh. mindset. Like of, you can tell they're trying,
1: but they truly have no fucking idea what they're talking about.
0: Well, they treat it like, I don't know, it's like, imagine that you did a CSI episode about, like, a BDSM cult or something. Right. Or somebody died, and they'd be, like, talking about, like, oh, so you're telling me these guys like getting hit? So I better not punish, them. maybe I can punish them by not punishing them, am right. I right? Like, there's a lot of, like, just jokey puns about trans people. Yeah. When they're like, I got the... I got the patient's blood. Is it male blood or female blood? But like
1: that's but that's not even like considered a joke. That's like the literal science they use. I I don't know. They use that as like a. But this blood was male. (gasps) There's like a one joke
0: where it's like you know I think of human beings like oysters. You know, some some of them can just switch genders. All right. And it's like, that's not what being transgender means. That's not what human biology is. Right. Please stop making jokes. No, no, no. I feel like... it's all oysters to me, ladies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, the the worst part about this to me is that they somehow managed to make the death of a trans woman the fault of another trans woman. And um, I'm just like... uh,
0: Specifically a trans woman who is a fake trans surgeon yeah back alley surgeon yeah i it's it's all terrible there's nothing good about it uh like i don't know it's one thing also that like every person trans represented is a trans woman who works in like a strip club or you know or is a sex worker or something right uh and then like every and, and like so many of them die Yeah, it's total barrier gaze like there's i don't know there's nothing redeeming about this also episode. they
1: have the 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 wife of uh from Grey's Anatomy who who got her own spinoff show private practice i forget the actress's name but she plays one of the trans women and it's like stop
0: yeah stop right
1: stop it um, they
0: did have mostly cis uh, women.
1: Yeah, when they wanted games. a trans woman to quote unquote pass, and it's bad. Um, um, CSI Miami, this is a shit show, but it's like an enjoyable shit show. Like every CSI part Miami of
0: it is probably a good show. I'm, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that it's probably good.
1: Uh, no, it, like it's not good. It's maybe enjoyable, but it's not good.
0: That's what TV's for, Hannah. Okay, this is an episode about death pools you know like uh celebrity uh, death pools they're making a tv show about it um soon with like ken jong and some people oh
1: my uh, god
0: anyway like these this is a real thing where people bet on when celebrities are going to die uh and they but can make big bucks with it a
1: celebrity dies in a in a pool it's a death pool right get it but then get it this is called Death Pool 100 because it turns out the people who are running the death pool on like an illegal gambling ship just off of the coast in international waters run by a right, Korean dude. Like,
0: it's legal to do a death pool.
1: Here. <laughs> um, and then they uh, are counterfeiting $100. They're counterfeiting the payouts, basically. Um, yeah, and, making and these,
0: they're $100 but bills. But they're super but bills. They're...
1: they're super bills, David. <laughs>
0: They're super bills, but they're still not perfect. And somebody's like, "Some people think."
1: <laughs> no, this is at the Some end. Some people
0: think it's easy to make up. This is at the
1: very end, after they have finished solving all the cases where all of the bad people are people of color, um, right. including the guy who was robbed at the beginning of the episode. No, turns out he hired the people yeah, to turns rob. Out to be it's bad nonsense. Person.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, but two, They're all the Some people think it's easy to make a hundred, but we know better.
1: <laughs> or someone says something like that, and then fucking what's his face puts on his glasses and go, it's not easy yeah. to make a hundred. And then like we get yeah. the sting, and they play like. Like, this dramatic music, and then the horrible Miami, uh, CSI Miami, like, editing starts coming in and out, where they just, like, zoom in on someone's face. It's... CSI Miami might have been one of my favorites, just for how literally insane... I felt watching this it. It's great. I think it
0: might be a good show. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to check out other episodes in the future. Uh, CSI New York, not so much. Not there's so much. Nothing going on. Here. Yeah.
1: Um, it's uh, they solve it's. There's a bunch of guys named Mac Taylor, including one of the cops, and they have to figure out what happened. And it's a guy seeking right. revenge. Um, and it's sad. Um, How many Mac
0: Taylors are there in New York? There's six.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about the copy <laughs> on a of...
0: car. Who live in this neighborhood? Like yeah. it's all about narrowing down. Yeah.
1: Um, at least there was like where are actual Google detective search work? places
0: where you can just find out every person with a first and last name in a city. Where is that? that I sounds mean, not the, great. The
1: DMV question mark? Like oh, all right, maybe. Or like yeah. you know, IDs. Anyway, uh, Blue Bloods, the most copaganda show of them all.
0: Right, but we all know this. I mean, Blue Bloods was like written by a cop by a former cop and you know he he's a very successful showrunner executive producer type because uh, he brings authenticity <laughs> to the game uh and he also brings tom Selleck to the game yeah and people like that i guess yeah i don't see the appeal of blue bloods but i'm sure i'm sure that it fits some it's for people MO. who
1: love cops david
0: this one's about banksy yeah
1: oh, sort of it's weird there's, like, two plots going on. There's a bank robbery done by a bunch of Marines, we find out. And he's like, okay, you gotta turn yourself in, but I'll go easy on you, because you're Marines, and don't do Cause it again! you're
0: Marines, and you were doing it because the government doesn't care about Marines! And that's I mean, there's a real problem with veterans' hospitals being totally underfunded, and there being absolutely no help for... Like the PTSD and the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the actual, you know, injuries sustained and the long term health problems. But they just kind of, you know, wrap it all up and like, sometimes the government doesn't do what you want, but you still gotta follow the laws.
1: Yeah. Even though um, it's a
0: victimless crime to rob a bank that's insured.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, so there's that plot, and then there's like a suspicious like package alert, and they deploy the bomb squad, and it turns out it's a Banksy art installation, um, where it's like
0: right. And then there's a see, whole debate about First Amendment. See
1: something, make something, baby. <laughs> wow. uh, the, the
0: the First Amendment says art can be art, but it also says you can't sell save fire in a crowded theater. So debate now yeah and it's like this is not what Banksy does
1: no <laughs> this also a good
0: commentary on Banksy
1: he's called Spanky in the show uh and they right. catch him at the end they catch him
0: yeah cuz it's yeah. you know if,
1: like it's not even even on screen they just catch him um yep they just catch him it's dumb um anyway NYPD blue what was this I one? really
0: like this show Oh God! I I think that this is like this is the most New York cop procedural television. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just so New York. It's it's glorious. Um, You know, like uh, it's you know, its showrunner got his start uh, and created Hill Street Blues, which is like the origin of the cop procedural in its modern incarnation. Mm -hmm. Um, But like. You know, it introduced the idea of just having like a cast of characters who go around the city solving crimes like a real police department. It's not always like a big dramatic crime of the week. It's just what's going on in the neighborhood today. Right. and, and you know, NYPD Blue introduced more kind of soap opera elements as well, but th- those aren't really present in this one, uh, oh, which just called I The mean, Box of
1: Wendy. Yeah, because they find a girl. You, I just,
0: They find a girl in a box.
1: They find a girl in a box, and I swear to God, y'all just have to watch, like, the first five minutes of this episode, because it's just a bunch of New Yorkers going, well, I saw the box, and I was like, that's some nice wood. I'll take the wood, and I'll go home. But then it <laughs> smelled, so I was like, nah, this is a trash box. And eventually, you can't
0: pin this this death on me, you stupid pig. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. Yeah,
1: it's just so New York. And then they like, it turns out it's like the girl's brother, and they bring him in for questioning. He's like, no, I won't talk. Get me a soda, and they keep getting him the wrong soda, and then eventually yeah, they get him. The point him. is,
0: he's like a crazy guy, but it's like a really good performance. I actually really, I I really dig it. Um,
1: this is a crazy guy who definitely nailed his killed his sister and nailed her up in a box and ignores his right. ailing mother.
0: And then it also turns out that like people thought that he was acting crazy because he was traumatized from childhood when his brother drowned, but he actually
1: killed his brother. his brother. Yeah. I mean, uh, we could see so, that one so. coming a mile away. Um Sure,
0: but uh you know, it's it's still it's just a good performance. You know, it doesn't have to be more than it is. That's what I like about NYPD Blue. It doesn't try to be anything bigger. Right. Than there's just the day-to-day of cops in New York.
1: Yeah, there's a uh, pregnancy mm-hmm. subplot and uh, you know, a child abuse subplot. Um, yeah, and I think it's handled okay. And then there's
0: also what I think is interesting, like a character who gets accidentally shot by his friend and killed, and then the parents forgive the the kid, but uh, the police arrest the wrong guy. So the parents come forward to tell them, "We know this guy didn't do it because we know this other guy confessed to us, mm-hmm. but we don't want to press charges." And then the cops are like, "That's not a thing. That's not how like,
1: murder works."
0: Yeah, and it's I mean I think it's like this kind of beautiful tragic. Thing i mean like that's of... a
1: big thing um you know in in cities like like that's a real thing that that happens you know, I know. um yeah yeah so that's, it's...
0: that's why i just i think that i think nypd blue kind of stands apart from the pack as being like a more nuanced take it's still propaganda yeah but i mean slightly more I think grounded it's less harmful than for example blue bloods oh my if God. we're talking blue shows NYPD blue is more (laughs) is less
1: blue than one might imagine. Um, Then we've got Perry Mason. Can you talk about this one?
0: Yeah, moving into more of the law, uh, you know, procedurals, the courtroom procedurals. Perry Mason. Yeah, this one is really stupid. It's it just kind of meanders around. Uh there's a person who's killed in like a makeup factory, but she had taken the lavender lipstick and yeah. written letters on the bottom of a desk.
1: How like stupid uh, Sherlock then, Holmesy. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's exactly like that scene in Sherlock Holmes because this the letters that they wrote were like N A, but the N the the, the but the A oh, what if they they were trying to write N, but they accidentally smudged it and didn't finish it before they died, so it looked like an A. And they're like, ah, it was Ned Nelson. (laughs) And then that's how the courtroom scene ends. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, amazing. They're making a reboot of that now, so I don't know, maybe that will be more clever and less (laughs) cliche in their cases. Who knows? Who knows? Good luck, HBO. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got also uh, a procedural called Hunter. Uh, had you heard of this one before? I, had, I never saw nope, Hunter. Nope,
1: I had never heard of or seen this before. Um, what, what were the years on this one? The 80s? It feels very 80s. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's the 80s to the early 90s. When they were
0: trying to ta- tackle social problems with their cop procedurals. Um,
1: yeah, so... This one is supposed to be about, like, a mentally ill girl who's also sort of low-key being abused at home, and, like, she gets forced into committing a murder by taking the wrong psychiatric drugs by this one guy. It's It's very convoluted, um, and it's very strange. There's
0: monkeys that screech at the end. Also, a
1: lot of people just get shot straight up in this episode. Yep. A lot of just bad cop murder. A lot of guns. Top um, murder, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Kind of
0: forgettable episode. I don't know. Hunter ran for seven seasons somehow you can, you can make anything. Yeah. I mean, this was
1: season five of that. Um, Most of these episodes fall usually in season five, um, though, you know, there's some outliers in either a season three or season six. Um, And I think technically Futurama. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Futurama is the only one in season seven because of its weird cancel uncancel stuff
0: cancel and cancel
1: uh, um, now we're into the law, and, law orders. and order let's
0: talk about the three law and orders we got on this <laughs> so list. we've got
1: law and order law and order SVU and law and order criminal intent so the uh, the first law the regular brand <laughs> law and order <laughs> um, God what is this one even about I forget I've watched too this many is
0: the this is the abortion one. It's an abortion, uh, an, 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 an oh, abortion doctor yeah. gets murdered, and there's a whole thing Where about, Richard Gilmore well, if, is an abortion cult leader. You know, if, if abortion is murder, then killing to protect a fetus is legitimate. And it's like, that would just be chaos. Right. <laughs> so I think this side, this episode gives way too much like credit to the other side of that argument. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just for the sake of drama right you know? right uh, and it turns out that it, it was a preacher who was like sending his his people out to do killings for him and they get him on a technicality because like they say oh well you're too much of a coward to kill yourself because you know that killing it's is wrong. wrong no matter what right
1: so you get other <laughs> so, people to know. kill for you weird... it's very strange. Um, it's it's a
0: it's a weak argument, yeah. which I, which I don't think is typical of Law and Order, but this one's a weak one. Trying to tackle a big social issue, yeah. But uh, SVU I don't know. maybe is... maybe this one was ripped from the headlines. Maybe that's why it was kind of lame. Probably. Maybe this one's real.
1: Um, uh, SVU is a wild one. Um, this one was they all are. you guys have heard the, by... the
0: Mulaney bit about SVU, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. But I'm just saying, like, this one feels like it was written. To like fuel people who are scared of like globalists, you know, because like it's about oh no these... no that's
0: you're mixing it up. SVU didn't have globalists in it,
1: didn't it? SVU
0: yeah. was about the crazy guy who kept people as pets and made them marry right, him. Right, but they find feet. them
1: in the tunnels underneath a synagogue, and he donated a bunch of money to like a synagogue.
0: <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, I didn't know. I, I forgot about the synagogue thing. It was I very weird. I was on. like, okay. Because I was thinking, if you if you're going to talk about like globalists, I think that's way more in Law and Order: Criminal Intent. Slither, which was about the guy from uh, Logan's Run, is like a millionaire who like steals women and has them take do plastic surgery to look like his ideal woman. Oh my god. And then, he, yeah. like, kills people who write bad books about him. <laughs> um, also, like, strangely enough, uh, the the guy from, like, A Serious Man, you know, the star of that movie, is, like, a random guest star. I oh, guess like, okay. this was before he was a big name.
1: There you go. <laughs> right, um, but, but, yeah, this one, this one is, you know, a lot of backstory on uh, what's-her-face, the main lady in SVU, whose name I don't know. Um, right.
0: I just think, like, the difference between Law and & Order and Law and & Order SVU is so palpable in these yeah, two episodes. Yeah, Because Law & Order is just, like, a very, like, you know, we're going to we're gonna talk about this topic and we're not going to blink, all right? Yeah. And then Law & Order SVU is like, <laughs> and the murderer, is she in this room? Yes! <laughs> it's that main character policewoman who was the person who found the body. Right. And it's like, did you kill her? No, no I, didn't I didn't kill her! But I was responsible for his death because... Because I turned away that girl with the unbelievable story.
1: Right. And, and my mother has a rape backstories, but I right. blamed her because she was drunk and I can't keep doing that. And it's just like, oh, my God. Right. It's
0: so much more sensationalist and, you know, unrealistic. And yeah. then Law and Order Criminal Intent is like, you know, uh, <laughs> um, what's his name? Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> going <laughs> in and just being like, he speaks Mandarin. But with a Korean accent. Right. So that means he went he lived at this prison. And so that means he's crazy. Not me. I'm not crazy. He's crazy. Yeah,
1: like it's, it's just, a weird. It's and he he solves the case by finding like a typewriter ribbon and then like circling yeah. like words and letters on these like it's in- impossible to decipher boards, and I'm like, I just literally can't follow along with you how you are making these like supposed deductions. Like he's
0: just that good of a detective. He's he's Vince. Like none
1: um, of it makes any I love sense. I is
0: not but this is not a good character. No, um,
1: this is uh, the guy who, uh, in in our previ- one of our previous episodes, uh, yells at a serial killer that he's not his dad. It's in your blood, yeah.
0: and yet. And yet, I mean, they did almost 200 episodes. This was only yeah. halfway through the show. Yeah. Um, SVU, of course, did 500 episodes Oh, yeah, it's still Order, going. Like, 500.
1: It's tw- on season 21, no, it's, and it's still going. Is it?
0: Oh, my God. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, uh, also, just some, like, information about the syndication for these shows. I think it's interesting that Law & Order, because it's not, like, very serialized, it was actually considered, like... A bad candidate for uh, syndication, even though it has such a huge popular library. Right. It's just like each individual episode is too expensive, and there's too many of them to put on your streaming site. Right. So it's it's almost nowhere. It's yeah. going to be on Peacock soon, because NBC already has the rights to it. There you so go. So they, they can syndicate it within them, their own, you know, thing.
1: I, I hate the syndication sprawl of online media. But we can talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> Hawaii 5 This is the 2010 remake um, right. with Daniel Day Kim and that girl from Battlestar Galactica whose name I forget.
0: And everyone from Lost. Every <laughs> single one. Yeah. Hurley and... Uh, what's the guy? The bad guy who... I don't know. No, whatever. Everybody from Lost is in this show for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, let's talk about this one, because it's whack.
1: It's... This is, I think, the worst one when it comes to just bad cops being bad. Bad and, cops
0: being bad.
1: And just horrible, horrible people. Um, you know, it's it's got a... This was incomprehensible to me like and I think if you don't already know the show right. it would having probably having not known
0: the characters of the show like
1: no part of it makes sense the ending is the only thing makes sense because they do sort of like a montage of everyone like remembering being like a police family together and like putting their arms around right. their shoulders Well the
0: one cop the one cop is is being drugged with sodium pentothal or, or something. something or something like it's not serum type thing and he just keeps being drugged, so he's having these hallucinations about his past, and he can't like keep time straight. And he's remembering the time that his dad was shot in the back of the head four years ago, and he's remembering uh, the time where he first met his partner in Hawaii Five O, um, and they went on this crazy spree where they, uh, you know, shoot an injured this, man this in the leg. Yeah, they have this, this terrorist in the hospital, and they're interrogating him, and then the one guy who's a cop on the edge, and he wears a Hawaiian shirt because he's from Jersey, and he's like, I'm going to just shoot him in the knees because I was in you know, Jersey. There, there's no laws. <laughs> there's no laws. <laughs> and so he just shoots him twice in the kneecap, and uh, he's screaming in pain. It's really hard to watch. Um, So much of this show. I think I should get somebody. I'm going to put you under arrest. But then the guy's like, don't you dare. Don't you want to find out why he killed your father? And so then that's how they become friends, I guess, is through a shared breaking of international law.
1: Yeah, it's very weird. Um, Apparently they are never prosecuted for any of this. Um, And uh, again, cops keep being terrible. Um, Cops be cops. They continue Um, to do... But then it
0: also turns out that the bad guy... Is his secret adopted brother uh, that he never met?
1: His mom. (laughs) Which I don't know how that works. Yeah, it's weird. And then he's like, they get into a fight at the end and they're both pointing guns at each other. He's like, brother, please. And he's like, you're not my brother. And they both pull the trigger and then we're like, oh my god, is he dead? And he's not dead, but the other guy is. So hooray. Um right. also there's a horrific murder of a black woman in this, uh, and her body is used horrifically as well. So just like negative five trillion points to this Hawaii Five O episode.
0: Um, but it's very dissimilar from the original Hawaii Five O yeah. which is just kind of a you know, a cheeky, fun, you know, buddy cop show.
1: Yeah, like the original it's very dry in comparison, you know.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I, I, definitely compared to now, like yeah. all the shows in the 80s were pretty dry. I mean, like they were very content to just like show the procedures of being a cop as opposed to flashy editing and right. oh, the flashbacks inside of flashbacks and death and destruction. Right. You know.
1: But, you know, like this Hawaii 5 ran for much longer than the other one, than the newer one did. Um, it ran yeah. all the way from the end of the 60s through to the 80s. Um, and it's hundredth right. episode had a guest star of William Shatner. Whoa! Yeah, a
0: lot of a lot of great like guest star episodes. It, in this one, William Shatner is like a like a private detective that gets hired by somebody to infiltrate a blackmailing ring by blackmailing them, and so then stuff gets crazy when the Hawaii Five O gets involved, and it all works out for the best. Yeah, and uh, um, William Shatner goes to jail. I think.
1: Yeah, there's definitely some. Yeah strange law shit going on here that's probably illegal but it's it's not murdering people so not
0: murdering people so it's good give it a pass Um,
1: then we have the craziest show the blacklist where everyone just murders everyone i don't
0: get how this is the like i I generally don't get how this is like the most popular show right now uh it's not based on another property
1: is it still the most popular show
0: I don't know if it is. I don't know if it still is in the same way that it was. But like this was like the huge, big, popular show, yeah. and it's the only one that wasn't like you know NCIS two or <laughs> three. Right. Like. It's the only thing that's an original property, and the only thing that's got going for it, as far as I can tell, is that people just like to hear James Spader improvise random musings on the modern day.
1: Yeah. This one started. You know,
0: used to be able to get a malt shop at the malt store place. <laughs> but now everyone has yeah, iPhones. The...
1: So it's so dumb. Um, yeah, the guest star is Nathan Lane. It features the yep. dissolving of a body um, by his right. daughter, yeah. former cop. Who his daughter is... is also
0: a master criminal. Yeah. James Spader is a master criminal. It's... They will both work for the FBI. The daughter's trying to solve the murder of her husband. He's trying to he's rob just the, the to federal. Catch men. this guy. Right who's to get to get counterfeit bills more more counterfeit money and pennies? well, it's not even uh, counterfeit
1: bills. they're like real bills, but they're like lost, and i like I don't okay, understand yeah. how they're supposed to give him any actual money though because if he shows up with them, they'll be like. You. No, they're
0: untraceable. Is oh, the, it doesn't
1: make any sense. He robs a federal mint in this one and gets away with it, which is absurd.
0: Um, yeah, just by plugging in a a, <laughs> a vacuum a vacuum cleaner into the <laughs> into the vent system and it just sucks up all the money.
1: It's Looney Tunes. It's Looney Tunes.
0: It's Looney Tunes.
1: Um, all right, David, tell me about different strokes.
0: Different Strokes. Uh, th- this one was, you know, another guest star. So I thought it would go well with the other guest star episodes. Uh, basically, um, uh, what's his name? Albert? Uh, you know, J- J- Gary Coleman. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he's at school and his teacher is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's a substitute teacher and they keep commenting on how tall he is because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is very tall. Uh, and that's the joke. And then there's a whole thing about his, Gary Coleman lies about getting slapped by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
1: Oh my god! Uh,
0: but it cool. was an accident, so it's okay. So it's um, fine. And then that's and it and that's the lesson learned. Uh, but no Willis in this one for some reason. No Willis. There's no Willis. All right. Um, more guest stars. Let's do another guest star one.
1: Oh God, this is this one also might. This is like top of my list for just craziest hundredth episodes Um, or just crazy shows in general. Had never heard of this before. Apparently, it was very popular. It's called Touched by an Angel. It ran for nine seasons on CBS. Um, And it's about (laughs) like angels who come to earth and like help people with problems and like make them come to God or something. I truly. Exactly.
0: That's what angels do. They're emissaries of God. And she's working her hundredth case
1: yeah she's Irish Which also. Is, I don't know right. why well, the actress yeah, but um <laughs> anyway, she this is the worst thing. There's like a kid dying of fibro, not is it fibromyalgia or no Uh cystic, dying of a disease. Cystic the fibrosis. Is, that's the one. Um he's, he's dying gotten. of that. Um, And his mom is a singer-songwriter, and she's really sad, and she can't finish the song she started writing in praise to God. And
0: she's titled the song Psalm 151, 151. because there's only 150 psalms, and none of them captured the love that she feels for her son. Yeah. But she can't finish the song. Because she
1: doesn't thank God anymore because her son is sick and he's going to die. Right. And so basically her and the other angels just help this kid cross off his bucket list. Um, He takes his friend, yeah. who's a big Celine Dion fan, to meet Celine Dion. It's basically just Make-A-Wish, the TV show. It's
0: Make-A-Wish, but by an angel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and so Celine Dion is in the episode. Yeah. To help write the song kind of tangentially. <laughs> sort of. And then uh wait, who is the the actress who, who actually plays the songwriting mom?
1: Oh, the mom? Um it is She's
0: like a country music star. Yeah. Uh, Winona Judd.
1: Winona Judd. Yeah. Um so she I think wrote this song um like for the episode. <laughs> but the craziest part of the episode is that she's singing this song with like a backup choir that she's borrowed from around the town, I guess. Um, and they like raise a flag that's like, "This kid lives here and you know, like they're all there. And he's like blue and just clearly like dying. Um, and they start singing and halfway through the song, he dies, and his mom is just like, "I've gotta keep singing and play my guitar, even though this kid is dead. And it's just like, this is the most insane shit I've ever like, Experience. Very it's awkward. it's it's so strange. Um,
0: All right, we're just about true. halfway there, um, we can so do we're going to speed through a lot of these other ones. Okay. Uh, King of Queens is another big guest star one. Uh, Jerry Stiller's character, may he rest in peace, goes to see a, a shrink, and uh, he has a flashback to his childhood where his father, played by his real life son Ben Stiller, uh. is there. Um, so that that's kind of a, a cheeky one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, I think that's our our last like big guest star one for a while. Um, but I think that, that King of Queens is a good transition into. There's a ton of shows about dumpy men who uh, are insecure. in family sitcoms and they're insecure. Yeah.
1: Um, like the Drew Carey Show. Uh, this one has nothing to do with a hundred. They fix a roof. The end.
0: Right. <laughs> Yeah, but Drew Carey is very insecure about a lot of things and his girlfriend is like a handy a handy person. Yeah. Uh, a fix him up and a contractor. He's like, you can do anything if you listen to these motivational tapes. Uh, it's fine know. it's nothing it's um
1: the next one is home improvement this is a season finale wilson gets a girlfriend he gets set up by you remember
0: wilson the guy from behind the fence we never
1: see his, face, see his face this entire episode it's a joke it's a whole episode around that joke um, funny
0: funny joke and also he talks about bugs
1: yeah uh, he's weird. Oh man! But then, uh,
0: yeah, episode goes nowhere, and then there's a joke about uh, boys using makeup to cover up pimples, and yeah. that's Home Improvement. It's gone for, you know, two hundred episodes. Good for them. How does it? How do these shows like last so long?
1: People don't just people don't have the, no one. No one complains about it. There's so nothing that there's nothing right. to write about. Um, then we yeah. got the Cosby Show. This is about nothing. Right. He
0: um, had to include it, even despite he's not a person of... Uh, repute. He's not a person anymore. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag... He goes
0: to a physical and he's insecure about his body.
1: Terribly unfunny, the whole episode. Um, yeah. I did not find it Not, funny. not much there. Um, then we've got um, All in the but, Family. But all of
0: these kind of come from the, the original Insecure Man you know, remarking on the modern day as it is, you know, the, the all in the family, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the, it's the, it's the, what's his name? (laughs) I've forgotten.
1: Uh, Archie Bunker.
0: It's the Archie Bunker syndrome, you know, that's where all of these shows come from. Cosby show, Home Improvement, Drew Carey show, King of Queens. Even though they're all a little bit different, they're still all out of touch, Dumpy white men who are like, I don't get all this newfangled society right. stuff. Or, or black um, men, you know,
1: like with the Jeffersons and the Cosby Show. Right. Um, right.
0: But, uh, I mean, the Jeffersons was more about, like, upward mobility and the black family. Right, but, but it was
1: like the goofy dad. The Cosby Show was about
0: about black professionals and right. navigating that sphere. But, like, all in the family, purely just about a guy who doesn't get it. <laughs> Yeah. And what doesn't he get this time for the 100th uh, episode? A
1: prisoner is on work release doing plumbing and is. I don't get it! <laughs> uh, and everyone else gets it and is really chill about it and uh, he's weird about and it. And that's. And eventually he learns
0: a little lesson that, you know, maybe he shouldn't judge a book by its cover and by its. Criminal main, record. <laughs> right. Um, well, you know, this isn't, uh, another Norman Lear show, but it's a spinoff of a Norman Lear show, uh, a spinoff of Different Strokes, in fact, The Facts of Life, uh, and this one's notable in the hundredth episode count, basically because it opens with the cast, like, directly addressing the audience and saying, like, hey, thanks for helping us get to a hundred, um, so that's nice of them.
1: Right. Um, Um
0: Beverly Hills uh, 90210 has the opposite. Yeah. They end with a thank you, like, hey, thanks for helping us reach 100 episodes. Yeah. bye
1: Also, there's a dog that dies in this episode, and so they have the dog in the finale, and they're like, just want to let you know that yeah. this dog is actually safe and not this... dead from dog cancer. Thanks. <laughs> no animals
0: were harmed yeah. in the making. Uh, which is because the episode's about like animal cruelty, yeah. and one of the characters joins like this anarchist yeah. animal rights
1: It ends with her group. getting arrested.
0: Well, because she's like, she realizes partway through that animal rights activism is wrong because no, guys, this is the good animal testing facility. They're trying to stop babies from dying. Right. And like, obviously, the animal rights people are like, yeah, we know what they're doing. The point is that they shouldn't be experimenting on animals.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm not a big, you know, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not big against like medical experiments on animals, but. This isn't a political podcast, you know. <laughs> right
1: it's... now. Go to primary education for that. Right. Um, <laughs> all right.
0: So from Beverly Hills 90210, maybe we should go to more Beverly Hills. Yeah,
1: the Beverly Hillbillies. I loved this show. This was delightful. Yeah. I genuinely giggled at parts of it. it like, it tickled something yeah, in me.
0: I mean, it's very of its time. Uh, basically, there's beatniks in town and some of the hillbillies. Are becoming beatniks, right? That's the whole joke. But
1: the grandma becomes a beatnik, and you know, right. The grandma
0: becomes a beatnik, and she the, starts doing the tater digging dance. Right,
1: the,
0: you know, come on, do the boj.
1: It's just like it's so stupid, but it's like clearly one of the first examples of this kind of stupidity. And so I don't know, I'm just into it. Yeah, like it's, it's charming. It's very charming. Um, uh.
0: But, you know, they, they finish off the episode because everyone's got to get back to normal. They can't just keep talking jive every episode. Uh, so they end it by making all the beatniks turn posh by giving them money.
1: Right. Um, and, the Beverly and this...
0: Hillbillies had a spinoff, right? What? The Beverly Hillbillies had a spinoff, right?
1: Did it?
0: They had a couple they had uh uh green acres and then we watched an episode of petticoat junction oh
1: well Pe- green acres was the spin-off of petticoat junction so i guess petticoat junction was the spin-off of uh beverly hillbillies beverly hillbillies oh, didn't yeah realize. i mean
0: it's the same creator it's in the same yeah. universe yeah, i guess yeah. uh, there's not a lot of overlapping characters or anything but we watched petticoat junction 100th episode the windfall where it's just some poor podunk you know, uh, motel owners find some money buried in the woods.
1: Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. They, (laughs) they have money and pay off their bills, but then he thinks it's stolen money. So he returns it and, uh,
0: the end, they end up not having the money anymore. Yeah. That's how the getting rich, striking it rich episodes always have
1: to end. Right.
0: They can't just end with them, like, spending the money on some frivolous things, but being generally better well off for the next episode.
1: Right. No, it's status quo, David. Status quo. They always gotta
0: be struggling. Um, Speaking of status quo, Night Court. I love Night Court. (laughs) I loved this.
1: This was the weirdest show, but it was very entertaining. Um, Yeah, this one
0: is called Max Millions, and Mac wins... Uh, or, $2 or gets a bunch of money Inherits. inherited from his his dead uncle or whatever, and he loses it all in a big lawsuit. <laughs> yep. Uh, um. This Fun fact, this episode was written by Linwood Boomer, who would go on to pitch the pilot for Malcolm in the Middle.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Very fascinating. Um, yep. Yeah, so I I enjoyed this one, but not particularly 100 e They celebrate with some extravagant things that all have to be sold in the end. Um, Yeah, there
0: are some nice gifts, but they all disappear. Yeah. Um, So, those are a couple episodes about striking a rich.
1: What about the opposite, David? Then we got
0: a bunch of episodes about being poor. So
1: poor. Um, So, you know, we get Lassie, where the grandpa. This one is about telling white lies and how you shouldn't ever, ever lie because people will misunderstand. But it's also
0: about thinking that you're poor when you're really Not. not. Poor.
1: Yeah, so basically it starts with a lie and uh, to, to get rid of a, like, traveling salesman. And then the traveling salesman tells the kid that his family's poor. So he starts, like, trying to get a job and, like, sell things. And he has his friend take care of Lassie. Um, and the mom's like, what the yeah, fuck are you doing? Big,
0: that's the big stakes for everything. Is like, we're going to lose Lassie, <laughs> right. you
1: know? Um, and then finally everyone comes clean that... You know, it was a lie, and lying is wrong, and he shouldn't have lied. Yeah. And they, I mean, buy I was always
0: confused. I was always confused by like, you know, if Lassie is the show, the, the cliched episode structure is that Lassie finds somebody stuck in a well. Right. Right. I was like, how do you do that every episode for like 200 episodes? The and answers, the answer is they don't. They don't. I mean, yeah. it's really just a family sitcom that happens to have a dog
1: yeah. in it, and the dog is like a person they all love. Um, it's fine.
0: Um more poor country folk
1: yeah, so the Waltons you know this is set during the uh during the depression, so they are a poor family, but the uh, main character John Boy, I believe is his name um yep. he has like a sort of a romance interest who's like rich and so she is normally off at college at Vassar and she wants she tries to convince him to join the Spanish war <laughs> um on the side of the Republicans. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, it's a really intense episode. Uh, It's great. Um, And then she can't anymore because her grandfather finally tells her that they lost all their money and they have to sell everything in their house and go live in a little cottage. And so she doesn't get to go back to Vassar. She has to go to the local West Virginia college. uh, And, you know stay there is is sort of I, what the resolution is
0: i think of the waltons as one of those shows from the 70s that where no one actually remembers anything about the show itself but they just remember the like the theme song or in this case the ending theme mm-hmm. where at the end of every episode everybody says good night <laughs> good night john boy good night tim tom right. good night Boop bop
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know i would watch more of the waltons i was i was pleasantly surprised okay. by this um, um, and we got Little House, Classic, on the Little
0: House on the Prairie. This is
1: just a sitcom. Uh, I like don't understand, yeah. but like instead of playing like the goofy music when the dads are being goofy in this one, they just play like the most ominous, like bad stuff is well, it's about to happen. To be
0: wholesome, you know, it's supposed to be like wholesome music, <laughs> and in this one, the boys try to get jobs, and then when they're not treated like men, the boys run away from home. No, they don't run, the run beds, away. They.
1: They get there's a test. It's a test. The dads give them a test. There's a test. They're, but
0: they are going and they're they're t- doing this test to see if they can get to the next town over and, and get a letter, a letter or something. and
1: bring the letter back. Okay,
0: yeah. So the the dads follow them, and they think, like, well, we're going to be watching over them the whole time, and they won't know it, but we'll be fine, and they'll be the ones in danger, right. and we can save them. But it turns out that they didn't prepare, and they didn't bring any money or food, so they starve <laughs> and get thrown in jail.
1: Right. And uh, But they make
0: it back, and everyone makes it back in one piece. Yep, yeah, it's, it's
1: fine. It's a coming-of-age story. They all, and they all learn that it's good to be a kid for now, so... Yeah. We'll have a summer. It's
0: a coming-of-age story about being poor in the country and needing a job.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but but that those problems still all exist today. Yeah. Right. Or at least they they did in uh, in the in the late eighties early nineties. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's Roseanne. Yeah. Roseanne is the show about uh, a person who we would later find out is mentally ill and should not have a Twitter account. <laughs> but at the time. She was just a, a voice for the working class on network television, right? Um,
1: before Twitter existed, <laughs> right? And you thank know,
0: God she only recently got
1: Twitter. Yeah, uh, but so she, uh, what should call it? She, they, their power gets shut off for the weekend, so they have to live yeah. with flashlights. And there's a subplot where the dad is still really mad at the oldest sister for. Getting right. pregnant. They're not talking. Right. They're not talking. Um. And so, uh, but Darlene' Their younger
0: daughter. It has a boy over to write to draw comic books. Yeah. With,
1: and he ends up oh, staying over, I, and they think that they're over having the sex. Night,
0: so I know you two are having sex because we already had somebody who told us that they weren't having sex, and she got pregnant. Yeah. So she probably had sex. Right. But anyway, it's about like you know expectations about growing up and, you know, virginity and yeah. these things being things that parents care about, Right. About their kids. Again, parents. nothing particularly
1: is, special though about 100 or anything like that. Um, except no, for, but
0: I mean, it, it represents kind of a shift in their relationships. I mean, yeah. the at the end, you know, John Goodman does call his daughter and yeah. like they start having an awkward conversation. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, you know, it's the kind of conversation you have with your estranged father where he tells you how to fix stuff.
0: <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, let's be real. Like, the, the you know, Striking It Rich episodes and the episodes about being poor, these might just be coincidences because we watch such a wide variety of shows. I mean, there's going to be right. crazy coincidences that just happen because we're watching a hundred shows. But... I think that there's something interesting going on in that there are three episodes that feature heavily stereotyped Italian immigrants. (laughs)
1: Let's start with Golden Girls, which is probably the most stereotypical, um, I think right. the Italians get where God a Principessa, oh the of Pesso, yeah. bambino, this one, the idea is that she was switched at birth with this Italian woman. She <laughs>
0: may have been switched have at, been birth switch at birth with her Italian neighbors back in the old country.
1: Right. Um
0: but, uh, the, but it, we never find out what the truth is.
1: Right, because it's not important because, you know, she was raised by the woman she calls Mother, and, uh, yeah.
0: I think this is, like, a pretty much, like, a good 100th episode event. It feels big.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of, like, yeah, we're a family is, is the end theme, you know. All right,
0: yeah, yeah. I guess pretty standard. Uh, what about who's the boss
1: so this one it's the, where the the guy the dad I don't, don't know his name I don't know his yeah well, you, you
0: you know it's Tony Danza <laughs> you know it's uh, it's uh,
1: you know he's Italian me. yeah basically it's a flashback to his he accidentally made his grandfather miss his swearing-in ceremony to become a US citizen and he like right. then dies the next week um, so it's was never officially so it's a, made it's a,
0: a, it's a it's another flashback y episode. Yeah. It's another, like, you know, reflective episode. And, you know, yeah. in this case, it's a childhood trauma episode.
1: <laughs> right. Um, so basically. But it's all
0: about his stereotypical grandpappy. It teaches
1: uh, him to tap dance me. with uh, soda soda tops.
0: Right. To be a grateful something. for, for being American. Uh. Yeah. Um,
1: but, you know, he gets him posthumously citizenized naturalized right which uh, is i don't think is a real thing i don't think so either whatever. but a judge did it so whatever um great and then we've got then, everybody loves raymond another big right. travel episode they go to italy
0: right. and they see their crazy italian relatives right like, oh, i don't wanna speak any english here have a drink and they're uh, all
1: just like oh my nagging wife and, oh, yeah.
0: it's a marron, my nagging of a marron. Yeah,
1: and, you know, this one is mostly about how Raymond needs to just, like, settle in and enjoy the ride and stop being a little bitch about getting a free trip to yeah. Italy.
0: I mean, there's some character development there, I guess. Uh, I mean, this episode was literally, it came about because somebody asked if, if, if uh, the real-life Ray Romano w- wanted to take a trip, and he was like, I don't I, I don't uh, care about other cultures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is a line in the episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's perfect. Like, Ray is based on Ray in real life. Right. Of course he is. Uh, in this case, his his just stuffiness and all-around ignorance of other cultures. Right. But he, he learns to love it, so character development.
1: Yeah. Um, this is
0: like the big two-parter. Yeah. Uh, we, we had some other two-parters that so we mentioned. Jag was a two-parter. Um, but, but here are some like really big dramatic two-parters. Yeah. It's
1: interesting that as far as the two-parters go, this is one of the few two-parters that's just for like a comedy. <laughs> usually no, in the drama. There were
0: some other ones too. Uh, you know, can't remember them, but, <laughs> but there were some.
1: There were some. Um, yeah. So of course, when you're talking big dramatic two-parters, you can't not talk about Star Trek, the next generation. Um, which was TNG. known for its season finale cliffhangers that were two parters and started again at the beginning of the next season. Um, right. So that's what we here, get here. The
0: cliffhanger is Worf. He quit. He quit. He quit. He
1: quit There's gonna to be a... part of
0: the Klingon Civil War. Yeah.
1: Um it was big, it was dramatic. It's also a season finale and a season opener, so what else can you expect? Yeah. Um
0: It is kind of weird that apparently a Starfleet officer can just quit the force
1: and then join, rejoin and you know, break a bunch
0: of laws according to, you know, Starfleet, you know, laws and then just join back up again and regain his same rank yeah. so that, you know, the status quo is restored.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Uh, then we I mean, have he did it
0: for a good reason, so it's fine,
1: yeah th- then we have the x files, um and this one is full of just like dramatic twists, big reveals, Scully's cancer, cancer. get cured it's you know it's the season opening um of
0: yeah. and i mean x files has always been tough to follow to me, but uh I mean, this one is, like, really, like, crazy, because there's a ton much. of, like, plot threads that, like, don't necessarily lead anywhere for the episode, but they're just setting up plot points for the whole season. Right. Um, this... You know, like, his sister coming back, his long-lost sister comes back, and it turns out she's been living with, like, an alien or an FBI guy or something. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> He's, like, the FBI guy who's been, like, giving them secrets this whole time, but they've learned to distrust him, and... Then he gets like murdered in the end of this episode, and right. so does another guy, and it's just like you know more government cover up stuff. Right. And yeah. Yeah,
0: and uh, you know the episode's called Redux, but I don't really know why because it doesn't seem like anything's repeated.
1: No. Uh, but Scully has Scully it's a has a big event. Yeah, Scully has a crisis of faith um, that gets resolved. Uh, of
0: course, I mean that's like yeah. in every episode, right?
1: Not every episode, but yes, that is a big part of her character. Um, right.
0: Well, I mean, it's normally she's like God. the skeptic, but she, but her religious faith is important to her. as well. Right. So it's, um, a, it's an irony.
1: Yeah. So then there's Arrow, which.
0: This is not a big dramatic two-parter, but it's a big dramatic crossover event. Right.
1: So there were other parts of this episode, basically, that were aired during other TV shows uh, in the Arrowverse. Scattered
0: across The Flash and DC Legends of Tomorrow. And Supergirl. And Supergirl. Um,
1: and this
0: one was called Invasion because they were all called Invasion. Yeah,
1: basically, they're all in like an alien pod and they have like this alternate universe where everything's happy and Oliver's getting married to the, not Sarah Lance, the other one, it doesn't matter. Laurel. The other Remembered one. Remembered her name, haha. Ha. Um, I've watched too much of this it's, show. It's a lotus eater machine. It's, yeah, right? yeah. Like
0: that trope it's, where everyone's just stuck in a dream world of their greatest desire and they have to break loose and accept. You know, that death is real so that they can rejoin reality and fight the aliens.
1: Yeah, it's great. Uh, Am I great? I mean terrible. Um, (sighs) Because it is the most self-congratulatory episode I think I watched of all of these episodes. Like, they just have, I don't know. They have just, like, this scene right before he leaves where, like, the ghosts of all the people that, like, Oliver has, like... Not killed, but that was like sort of lost along the way. Basically, like standing there, mm. like at the end of fucking Harry Potter or something. Like,
0: Godspeed,
1: yeah. Oliver, defeat the aliens. <laughs> and he's like, I remember, and all my Damn experiences things. made me the man that I am. And like so much dumb speech making, and like he has to leave his parents again, hey, who died for like you're the You're against
0: against the Arrowverse. It's, we get it, okay. It's crap. You get it. You don't like Arrowverse. It's crap. We're moving on. Ugh.
1: Once Upon a Time is stupid. They go to the underworld at uh, right. the end. I,
0: I seriously don't get how this is a show, Once Upon a Time. If you guys like it, please explain it to me. It's just Disney propaganda. Yeah. And
1: it, it like, really they literally loses... find
0: Hades in the underworld. It and totally. the next episode, you're going to find Hercules and Megara. And they're going like, to instantly connect like, I'm Herc. I'm Meg. <laughs> Let's die! Like it's come yeah. on. Who watches this garbage? Um, and everyone's dead, and they're mourning. So there's a lot more death. in Yeah, in, they,
1: they in go to the underworld, episodes. so they all cope with someone they know who's dead. Um, or an supernatural
0: evil. has someone come back from the dead, yeah. their long lost half brother,
1: um, and then he
0: dies again in this episode. And then they also kill yeah. that one bad angel. I'm I'm into Supernatural now, I'm going to say it. After doing our, our Trapped in oh, no. TV Land thing, don't, and after watching this episode, I'm invested. I'll be, watch it at some point. Don't
1: be swayed by the TV propaganda episodes. No, <laughs> I can't. Um,
0: Alright, well, in any case, there's other Supernatural death episodes Yeah, well.
1: this is a big one, so spoilers for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Skip ahead like, like two minutes or something if you, if you don't want to hear this. Um so yeah, this, this is, is the those... season
0: 5 finale the gift.
1: Yeah. Uh Buffy dies to save the universe. That's well, that's one. But the big it's all one.
0: because she she thought that, you know, the, there was a prophecy that said death is your gift and she's like, "Great, so I just have to keep killing and killing even the people I love, even my sister who's actually a manifestation of a key to the to hell." Yeah. And Ivey is me and <laughs> she <laughs> And she realizes, oh, death is my gift because I can sacrifice myself to save others and then get resurrected next season because the show has to continue. Yeah. But, I mean, can you imagine if the show ended here? It'd be crazy.
1: It'd be crazy. Um, I mean, it ends on a weird note as it is. Like, it ends on a pretty dark note, Um, but it's... Because the
0: Niles-looking motherfucker, what is his name, Giles?
1: Yeah, it's Giles. Kills
0: somebody in cold blood.
1: Uh, yeah, he definitely kills someone in cold blood.
0: Yeah, so you know it's classic Joss, you know, death and
1: angst and, and know, relationships angst and
0: being a teenage girl. I mean, and... I
1: think this is this is a, you know not a bad episode of Buffy. Um, no, no, as it far was as fine. episodes go. Uh, uh, but it's,
0: you know, it's got those Joss Whedonisms, like the the weird running joke about Anya hating bunnies that yeah. I don't get.
1: Yeah. Um, Vampire Diaries also about vampires also about death the big evil vampire this one
0: is so much more complicated than Buffy like the rules in Buffy are like there is a hell that's where demons come from you can kill them with a stake through the heart yeah. unless otherwise specified but in this one it's like there's so many different kinds of vampires and everyone's like part vampire at least and they all have different conflicting powers I, I couldn't track Vampire Diaries at all
1: yeah, I mean, basically what I could figure out is that, like, these two women, like, who are both vampires, though one of them wasn't a vampire to begin with, I guess, um, yeah. basically the big evil one is dying. And so it's a lot of yep. reminiscing about her dying and all the terrible things she's done and relationship right. status reminiscing is changing. is a big
0: thing in all these. Yeah.
1: Um, and then she... Goes to die, but then steals the body of the main girl, and had more drama will continue. Is like the big <laughs> twist at the end. Um, right. Then we have um, *Desperate Housewives*, which is just about middle class women yeah. feeling responsible for a working class man's life, and it's dumb. No,
0: it's about it's about the relationships we have with the working class and how they they enrich us. And we enrich their lives in return. Mm. And it's, it's all about how this one person brought them all together. It's their heroic origin story. Mm. Um, and it was just this handyman who just couldn't help but make everyone's lives better. Because he was so simple. Um, and, uh, you know, it's another episode all about flashbacks and and how the group came to be. Yeah. Uh, but in know. this case, it's from a heretofore un- unseen character who just dies.
1: Yeah. Um, I barfed a lot during this episode. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I think
0: it's supposed to be a satire. I mean, a lot of the jokes are a little bit cheesy, I but guess, I don't think it's that bad. I
1: don't know. It's just like...
0: I wouldn't watch it, but I don't begrudge anyone who does.
1: Yeah, not for me. Um, then there's Bones. What I Bones. would begrudge
0: is people who watch Bones. I,
1: I want to watch Bones now! This episode made me go I'm in
0: hate bones
1: it's bones <laughs> this is
0: another flashback to the origins it's like, oh, this is a secret origin.
1: yeah so their real origins weren't in the pilot episode it was in this episode where they secretly solved a case right. before that and they disproved to some guy that they're in love but really they because are in they love they
0: did kiss and then they didn't get together because the FBI says it's illegal yeah you can't I don't know I, I still just don't get I mean because this is the only episode of bones I've ever watched So I don't get how they did 246 episodes (laughs) about bones. How are bones always the central thing to solving a crime? It doesn't make any sense. I
1: mean, it depends on what crime, but yeah, there you go. Well, it just seems like every
0: time they're going to say, this bone was bruised by something really specific. Yeah. Like a hammer that's only sold in Wisconsin. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And they'll just do that every episode.
1: Yep. Yep. It's fine, I don't mind it the the characters are fun uh, um
0: I was also curious of, like the show like how long it takes after this for the for the will they won't they pair to get together mm-hmm. and it's like next season they have sex once and then she gets pregnant and then they get married
1: um, cool great uh two and a half men the show is trash, and I'm so glad that I never watched it. Um right. he is in a relationship with uh the voice of Mulan. <laughs> um
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And she's like a cool judge. Um but he right. like can He
0: keeps seeing his old flame everywhere, so he must still be crazy no, about her. And then it turns him. out that she was stalking him and then when she says that she wants them to have kids, he's like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> The end.
1: Um, yeah. It's, it's dumb. That's Charlie. Then there's Big Bang Uh, Theory, which is like, this one's a daydream by Leonard about what it would be like if he and Penny, like, tried dating again, and it ends terribly, but then he tries to do it in real life anyway, and is like, I just love you so much, and then we all know it ends happily, so it's whatever.
0: Right. But it's a big relationship Uh, shift. Big, big marketing push yeah. for this one. You know, they're going to get back together, ah! you guys. You're going to see them sleep together. The nerd's going to get the hot girl.
1: Again. <laughs> <Blah>. um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, family it's, matters. Yeah. Urkel gets it's a big a kiss. Then Again, the nerd gets laid.
0: Right. Um, I really didn't realize that that, that was what happens in this show, like, that the latter half of this show is about a love triangle with Steve trying to hit on Laura, and then Myra trying to hit on Steve, and Steve being like, I'm too good for you, Laura, or Myra, Myra. and then, uh, and then apparently, like, the rest of the show centers around him inventing a transformation machine that turns him into Stefan or Kel,
1: like...
0: This is where the sh- we're seeing like where the show is about to jump the shark, but hasn't quite yet.
1: Yeah, it's you know? it's clearly impending doom. Um, right.
0: Like the B plot in this episode is still about the family. It's about uh, the the mom and the family uh, losing her job because she doesn't want to fire anybody, and you know money troubles in the working class family. But you know you just know that in like four episodes, Stefan or Kel is going to burst on the scene, and then we're going to have. You know, Carl Urkel, where Carl Winslow gets put in Urkelized, the machine,
1: yeah.
0: he gets Urkelized. <laughs> like,
1: uh, um, then whatever. we have Brooklyn Nine Nine, and this is the one where yeah. uh, Rosa. This is
0: significant. Yeah. You know, change a, a big shift in in the in the show, which is, you know, this is the episode where Rosa comes out as as Bye. bi.
1: Yeah, uh, making many fans very very happy. Um and uh, it it's also the episode where she tries to come out to her parents and so you know hijinks ensue with her and Jake and her mother seems to not be so accepting. Um, there's a big
0: it changes the status quo. Yeah. It's something. It's a big hundredth episode yeah. event. Yeah, and uh, you know same goes for the, the office. The office. Which I think this is a season finale, right? Uh,
1: yes, I believe so.
0: And it's a big uh, status quo shifting episode. First of all, we have the reintroduction of Holly, the the person who is going to get matched up with Michael Scott, and we've got one of the branches is going to be closing down, and we've got a baby is being had.
1: Right. Yeah. We we get the big news that Jim and Pam are expecting. Um, and you know, again, more teasing of Michael and Holly. So lots of, yep. lots of <laughs> classic sitcom-y things. Um, right. but
0: a sitcom with, you know, serialization right. and, and continuity. Yeah. Uh, you know, friends did that too. They, yeah. they also had things. Phoebe had
1: her babies, the triplets for her brother. Right. Um, and
0: it's it's weird that this one has two titles because they wanted to advertise it as the 100th episode. Right. So the title is the 100th, or the one with the, the triplets. triplets. Yeah.
1: Either either one. Um, right. And so you know, uh, there's. You know, Chandler and Monica are sort of just beginning their relationships and are still more of in a fling, secret fling phase, and so uh, Rachel is trying to get Monica some dates and what have you, and she's like, oh, no... So Mwah. it is.
0: Of course, there's a show that was trying really, really hard to be friends, <laughs> which is How I, Met Your, How Mother. I Met Your Mother.
1: This one's got a musical number. Bwah, 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 bwah.
0: Yeah, they sing about suits. It's real funny.
1: Yeah, I don't like this show. It's fine. I didn't hate the suit dance. I like. Uh,
0: yeah, it's what Neil Patrick Harris they sings good. They dance and they wear suits.
1: It's fine. It's a dumb thing. It's, will he sleep with a hot bartender or get the, rid of suits? Um, anyway. This,
0: the biggest stakes in this episode are, will Barney no longer wear a suit? Yeah. So dumb. Um, but Scrubs. there are other musical numbers for a big celebration, like a hundredth episode, mm-hmm. right?
1: So yeah, Scrubs does an entire, uh, like, Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz parody. parody. Um, you know, because he's trying to get out of the hospital after getting called in for no reason. Um, right,
0: he just wants to go home. There's no place like home. Right, and
1: you know each of his friends has a an issue they need solved yeah. involving courage. Turk or a wants heart. to do a
0: heart transplant, right. so he needs a heart. heart. And
1: uh, Carla you know, needs courage. Elliot,
0: yeah, and Elliot is trying to give a big presentation, so she needs to get brain. a brain. Yeah, but they had it inside all along.
1: Yeah, um, and so you know it all resolves, and uh, it's it's okay.
0: Right. Um, that 70s show, in addition to, like, being, uh, advertised with a big 100th episode celebration with interviews and ranking the top 10 episodes Mm -hmm. and, like, all kinds of stuff, it was a full musical, which is really just a, you know, a cheaply made jukebox musical with bad choreography. At one point, they make a swastika with their hands accidentally.
1: Oh, yeah no good no good um also just the singing is awful
0: yeah no it's not good singing um, but hey it's a musical episode it's that 70s musical
1: yeah it's it's very bad uh then there's bobs burgers which does some musical
0: yeah i mean bobs bobs burgers does musicals often usually yeah. in a finale episode and this is a finale episode this is another one where the um the listed 100th episode is very different from the, uh, the broadcast 100th episode. Yeah. yeah, the celebrated whatever. The production codes in animation, they can be very off because you can work on an episode totally out of order before it gets broadcast. Um, but yeah, Bob gets glued to a toilet seat and sings about how it's bad.
1: <laughs> I love this show so much. Um, <laughs> then we've got The Simpsons. This is the one... Yeah, let's,
0: let's finish off the rest of the animated ones real quick. Yeah, We'll do The Simpsons...
1: Who, what it's when uh, Principal Skinner gets uh, fired. Bart gets him fired. Right.
0: Temporarily, of course. Yeah. But it's a big emotional thing because he and Bart form a kind of friendship uh, while he's fired. And, and now they have a mutual respect for each other once he goes back to work. Um, and apparently, they specifically selected this one to be the 100th episode because they wanted the 100th to be a Bart episode for whatever reason. Because he's the most popular, I guess. He's on the most t shirts.
1: Okay, so let's move on to King of the Hill.
0: King of the Hill. King of the Hill.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: this is... That boy ain't right. Uh,
1: what, what would you say about this one, David?
0: There is absolutely nothing remarkable about this episode, yep. and we're moving on.
1: Yeah. It, it had a hundredth episode at the end. Uh, <laughs> Dynasty. This Now we're getting into the soaps. Uh, yes. You know, these are, these are just the. If they weren't on daytime television. They were gonna end up here, um, right? So there's two classics uh, from Dynasty in
0: Dallas. Yeah,
1: from the the late '70s, early '80s, both of them. Um, yeah, Dynasty in Dallas and Dynasty again. They're all just about rich people in the Midwest or the right. South. Um, Dynasty <laughs> they're in Colorado and London also. Right. Uh, there's a wedding that happens in London. Um, and then oh, another
0: wedding episode, yeah. Uh, and
1: then it's an off. Oh, I guess it's not an off-screen weapon or uh, wedding wedding. Um, but it's, this is the most sober wedding by far. Cause it's just like a Catholic <laughs> priest, like saying marriage is really serious. You should enter this into soberly and aware and not giddy. And I'm just like, geez, this is dark. <laughs> um, but she, it's like the sort of the evil like stepmom person who right. uh, is the one getting married, and turns out big reveal: her daughter is the daughter of the main guy <gasps> who buys a horse. Being so soap twist. Yeah, and he buys. goes wild. He buys a horse for his wife from one of his wife's former uh, lovers, or like. I don't know almost lovers and so there's drama there and it's you know it's just lots of soap opera twists and nothing it's also Christmas it's Christmas in Dynasty
0: it's Christmas also yeah in addition in addition Uh, hard to line up your 100th episode with a holiday but some some people 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 do I mean yeah I mean the uh the boy meets world World is also a Christmas yeah
1: and then we'll see uh Um, later there's a Sabrina the Teenage Witch that is on Halloween
0: Uh we also watched Dallas the yeah. original not the reboot. Uh the I don't think the reboot made it to 100. No. Or maybe it did. I don't think it did. But uh this had like almost 400 episodes. Yeah. And talk uh,
1: about a show that was globally syndicated. Like boy howdy yeah. was Dallas. Um they're all oil boy tycoons. Howdy. They're all oil tycoons. Um yeah. you know, a bunch of so. Just a
0: couple of. Oh man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> This one ends with uh the the like main son character getting uh arrested for the murder of like a like a vagrant or something in a hotel room, but he was definitely in that hotel room with the murdered guy, but he didn't murder him, so it's like Soap-opery and confusing and Soap-opery. what have you.
0: There's a ton of blackmail in this episode, which is why it's titled Blackmail. Yeah. And there's a lot of futzing around about, oh, we're going to publish this book about the oil men being con men. <laughs> and it's like, don't you dare <laughs> publish anything that bad about my oil men.
1: Yeah. It's very weird. Um, very
0: soapy. There's nothing particularly 100th episodey nope. about it. It's just, it's just we've reached this point in the story.
1: Yeah. Uh, any
0: episode is might as well be any other. Yeah. Because it's all dramatic.
1: Yeah. You know what else is dramatic, David? What? Witches! So much <laughs> drama.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think it's interesting. We have three shows about witches on here. Yeah. I thought it would be fun to trace the history of witches <laughs> on television. I mean, this
1: is by sure not, by not a complete list, but we've got Bewitched, no, but, uh, Sabrina yeah. the Teenage Witch, and Charmed.
0: Uh, Right, the original charm, not the reboot.
1: Bewitched is, there's nothing special for this episode. They invite Queen Victoria back, who is very difficult, and there's also... Well, I think this this
0: is interesting as a way to talk about shows, you know, jumping the shark and stuff. Like, Bewitched by this point had already started to go through a bunch of cast changes and showrunner changes because, like... The show's popular, but it has nothing to do with anyone who works on it. Right. Uh, so people keep dying and then being replaced and then being recast. And I don't know. This is like the start of all that is by season three. Yeah.
1: Um. And it went on for eight yeah. seasons. <laughs>
0: like yeah, these are long seasons. eight seasons of like you know a lot of episodes each. You know yeah. those two hundred fifty four bewitched episodes. Yeah.
1: I'll, at least. Yeah, so that's that's Bewitched. Uh then we got Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which only ran for 7 seasons, but feels like it ran forever. Um <laughs> just for the amount of times right. I've seen the reruns, you know.
0: Well, isn't it interesting that like by this point she's barely even like a teenager. No, race, she's in, in college. college. Yeah.
1: Um, but she... You know, she, like how
0: long can you stretch out a show about a teenager? She has a Halloween
1: party. Time. I know. She has a, right. a Halloween party and real monsters come. I don't know why that's the thing ah. that make... <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know why that's the thing that makes your Halloween party cool, having, like great people in real costumes or just monsters. Hey, look,
0: you know, they just love it. They love to see the ghouls. They do. They're uh, like, whoa, look how many cool ghouls are right, here. Right, it can't
1: be alcohol because this is a family show.
0: Right. Right. Um yeah. they're they're a symbol for drugs yeah, is the ghouls. Yeah.
1: Anyway, nothing particularly 100 y <laughs> happens here. Charmed, it's definitely right, a Right, but I big, think it
0: makes sense that Sabrina's hundredth episode would be a, a Halloween. Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. Good to time that out.
1: That that definitely tracks. Um Sabrina oh uh, no, we just did that. Charmed. Charmed, on the other <laughs> hand, <laughs> does um it's like a, a big like lore episode Event. in charmed, yeah. Um, the, the bad guy who's the ex-husband of one of the witches, uh, come, like, does, does, like, an alternate reality thing where they never met, and so they don't have power, and he's just trying to, like, be in a timeline where they can be in love, and it just doesn't work.
0: He's a stalker who builds a whole alternate universe, but he's gone after this episode. He's gone for good. He
1: gets murdered, and the, the one sister, I think, Paige, who is, like, trying to, who's was thinking that maybe she should leave uh, the family uh, strike out on her own decides to stay so that's that's the big changes um, okay so
0: it's an event it's called yeah. centennial charmed but yeah. it doesn't really feel like a centennial of anything
1: nope they know it's a thing and so they made some big stuff happen but not not particularly uh, anything speaking of nothing yeah. happy days. Yeah.
0: Speaking of nothing, well, I, I thought you know this one kind of goes with Bewitched a little bit because of jumping the shark, yeah, uh, and and stuff. I think this is the season where they jump the shark. This is technically after they jump the shark. Yeah, um, it's an episode called Requiem for a Mouth, which one of the characters' name is Ralph Malf, and he has to fight the bully. And then I looked it up, and literally, there's an episode with an almost identical plot, but with uh, You know, the the, the character played by Ron Howard, where he has to learn jujitsu to fight the bully. Oh my
1: god, it's very dumb. It's,
0: you know, it's like by the time you reach 100 episodes, you've exhausted all of the Happy Days plots. Right, also... That's why people are jumping sharks. The the
1: family uh, is singing a song, because there's a song contest coming up, so there's a musical number in this one as well. Ah, yes. Then there's Um, Laverne and Shirley. LaVoyne! The spinoff! You know...
0: 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, and Pfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> I love Laverne and Shirley.
1: I find this is entirely unfunny. I don't know. I've never been one right, much for funny. slapstick, and a lot of it is slapstick.
0: It is a lot of slapstick. That was the 70s. It's the, it's, it's the deal that you gotta make. Yeah. Um... I don't know, I kind of consider this to be like a proto broad city, you know? I mean the goofy, yes you know, the goofy girl pair who is kind of down on their luck, you know, they're not you know they're not trying to have it all and have a family and a great job. They're just trying struggling to survive to survive yeah. an adult.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think, you know, it has a important place in T V history, especially for representation of like white women. <laughs> uh right. on tv doing stuff but um you know it's this did nothing for me they go on a vacation to like a rip-off motel uh
0: it, yeah near near mexico, near mexico. They, the joke is that it's like
1: yeah we're we're in a, like in
0: a foreign country right now but they're just in like <laughs> they're just by the rio grande yeah
1: um, but you know, I, I do like how this one ends because uh, all of the basically uh, swindled um, patrons of this hotel yeah. form unionize and uh, try right. to eat the rich. And they they they, they get their they, money they back. They pick
0: them up and they're like, to the bay, to the bay. They're gonna throw <laughs> and them and in goes, the bay. Wait, there's sharks in the bay. Like, to the bay. <laughs> to the bay. To the bay. Wait, how about
1: I give you a partial refund? To the bay. all to right, the bay. All right, full refund. To the safe. To the safe. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's great. It's a good working class moment. The rest of it is very dumb and I don't care. I don't know. I,
0: I, I kind of like all of it. It's fine. You know, they're just going like. We're in the place, there's no wall,
1: there's yeah. no bed, there's no toilet. Right. You know, it's the
0: worst vacation ever. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. Uh,
1: So we're getting towards the end now, which means, you know... these. We've got
0: some outliers. Yeah,
1: stuff that didn't really jive with anything else. Um, You know, we've got House, yeah. which is basically just an episode of House where they... Right. Uh, be, there's a
0: character who is dying of a mysterious illness. And it's her
1: period! It's so weird. And
0: it turns out it's her period mixing with cancer or something something. it's weird her her period literally metastasized
1: yeah i don't understand it uh anyway (laughs) then uh the west wing um you know this one's got an achievement you know there's some career goals they uh they they save social security in this one um and i know you have a few save social security i I know you have some thoughts this is the
0: most west wingy west wing episode ever jesus christ it's like Toby comes in and he's like, "Oh, look at me! I, I, we're, we're gonna say, we're gonna change history because we're going to be the Democratic establishment that decides to cut Social Security and and coordinates with the Republicans, and we're gonna be, we're gonna reach across that aisle so fucking hard, and it's gonna be insane." Remember, I said this wasn't a political podcast. <laughs>
1: A lie.
0: Honestly, I mean, this is so. This is such a West Wing mentality that, like, in order to create change, you not only have to, like, give up everything to the other side, but you also have to just make them look good. uh, Because, you know, it's the better thing that you lose an election, but save the country. Your legacy will say, uh, we saved Social Security. Well, I mean, part of it it is,
1: you know, part of it is saying, like, Maybe this won't go in your legacy, but, you know, we'll know. But it's still stupid. But
0: it's just total (laughs) Bush-era, you know, liberal politics. Right. It's awful. It sucks. it. (laughs)
1: Um, Full House. I am, you know, the last time I really watched Full House, I had to have been a child. And revisiting it as an adult has truly made me appreciate how unfunny I find almost all of it. Um, including this episode, Joey and has a career goal of, you know, he can't find a job, um, and, you know, his luck is going great for a day, but then it sort of turns around, but then in the end, of, he, he ends up with, as the new Ranger Joe on, like, PBS, right. basically. Ranger Joe
0: is, happens to be played by Bonnie Martin, uh, who you might know better as Morty Seinfeld, you know, Seinfeld's dad, mm-hmm. um... Which I thought was interesting because he also appears as a guest in, uh, uh, you know, Murder She Wrote as this <laughs> Irish cop. Uh, so we've got two Morty Seinfelds running yeah. around solving mysteries and helping the kids.
1: It's it's
0: um,
1: funny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not funny. Murder She Wrote. We're in it. <laughs> um, yeah, this one is weird. She takes down like a group of. Uh, like insurance, insurance frauds, dudes. Um, but You'll like, kill
0: somebody this is by jamming, jamming alcohol into his, into his stomach, and then blaming his death on alcoholism.
1: Yeah, um, and you know they know it's not a bum because he's got a shoe. <laughs> Bums don't have shoes. <laughs> it's like right. it's like it's the weirdest solving of a mystery it's well it's because it's so she quaint. solves
0: mysteries in a very authorial right. Kind of way. like if I was
1: writing she's this mystery <laughs> she's a like, like
0: Castle but everything's she, like, very dramatic
1: she like plays all of these like incognito characters and then they catch her yeah. and they're like hey you now stop trying to find out our secrets and she's, she's like whoops I mean, she's you got me Angela
0: Lansbury she's adorable <laughs> you can't
1: murder Angela Lansbury to keep your insurance fraud business going <laughs> Exactly. Um,
0: um, yeah, but I just wanted to put those two together. Full House and Murder. She wrote because of of Morty Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Seinfeld, we should just say it. Seinfeld did a clip show. It's an
1: hour just long, a though. Clip show. They did an hour it long, an hour long hour. clip show, and like honestly. I know this is a sin, but I have only caught like random episodes of Seinfeld in my life. I've never like really watched it, and so this felt like a really nice like encapsulation of the best moments of the show. Well,
0: I mean, Seinfeld really does live in the clips, right? I mean, the best it, most of its jokes are pretty standalone. Mm-hmm. You don't need the the rest of the episode to understand them, right? Or you can uh, figure so out the context. Yeah, do a clip show? Pretty Why easily. not? But for the hundredth episode, I mean, you can't do. Something. I don't know. Whenever Seinfeld tried to do a big event, it usually failed. Yeah. You know, like the big finale and whatever. But whatever. Just a clip show. All right. I like the only just one a, clip just show. a clip show.
1: On this list. I, I don't hate it. Um, I'm not mad about it. Um, um, Then there's. Then we
0: have The Outlier to End All Outliers. Yeah. Uh,
1: married with Children. Um, what is the show? <laughs> It seems Well, I
0: think it was I, I mean I don't I can't read the minds of the creators, but I think that they were kinda trying to be like, hey, there's all these really wholesome family sitcoms. What if we made like an edgy family sitcom where the dad, instead of being like a lovable curmudgeon, is like an asshole who hates women.
1: But and I think it's that like they it's... were
0: trying to make fun of him, but people ended up just liking him. Played by Ed O'Neill. Yeah. People ended up liking him, and I guess that's the show now.
1: I don't know. It's Well, this episode wasn't even about Ed O'Neill, basically. It was a...
0: This is true, because they chose to use their 100th episode as a backdoor pilot for their failed sitcom, Top of the Heap, starring Matt Matt LeBlanc. LeBlanc,
1: Who's like a boxer.
0: Was he a boxer? Yeah. He was just like a... He was just like a guido, whatever. No, but he he's a boxer like...
1: and he loses matches. And that's why the Ed O'Neill character was mad at him. And she's like, the only way you're going to make money, kid, is if you marry a rich broad. So they infiltrate a rich party and hijinks ensue. And it's very bad and not funny. Yeah,
0: I mean, this is why I get the sense that like the writers of Married with Children probably hated their own show. And were just desperately trying to backdoor pilot something. Yeah.
1: Something that else could... that they could all escape to.
0: Right. And I mean, Top of the Heap, it doesn't seem like as problematic a premise as Married with Children, which is just, I hate my wife. Yeah. Uh, This one is like class difference and also gender and wealth as a sort of conflicting, I don't know, I'm trying to defend it way too hard because I hate it. I hate it. Uh, but I don't want to just say that. I want to give it a it's fair fine. shot. For it's for our reason. 100th
1: episode, David. We can just hate things now. We've earned we can it. We hate
0: things now. Yeah. I hate top of the heap.
1: Um, let's talk about something we don't hate. Or maybe... Yeah, we're,
0: we're wrapping up this list. These are our final 2 Woohoo! We're at 100, at 99 and 100 episodes, all the 100th episode in their show. Let's wrap it up. We've
1: got Futurama. <laughs> These are the shows that were canceled before making it to 100 but then got uncancelled in one way or another and made it.
0: Yeah. There are a couple other examples on this list of that, but they fit better into other categories. Like, you know, like Family Guy was cancelled and Um, still made it. But these shows, I mean, Futurama was cancelled, like, right before it would have hit the 100th episode (laughs) uh, mark. Uh, Well, considering that it did some movies. Right. It got, like, it did... Almost 100, and then it did some movies that were each counted as four episodes each, Uh and then it got canceled, and then it wasn't going to get picked up, but then Comedy Central said, "Uh, we'll give you a shot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, they did. And, you know, it opens with a big, like, 100th episode, like, uh, banner in the the front. Well, so they're celebrating their 100th delivery, which is hilarious, considering that, like...
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: It's just so tragic for this stupid delivery company. Um, yeah. But uh, and it turns into a Mutants' right, uh, Rights episode where Leela storms yeah. City Hall, and I don't know, it's fine. It's an episode of Futurama, basically. It's an
0: episode of Futurama. It's. I mean, it's not uh, disenchanted, Just terrible. Uh, yeah. It's Futurama. And then... Finally, we've got the show that we always talk about, which is Community. We
1: have to end with Community, because it just feels right, it's you know? It's our first love. Our first... Well, it's certainly not our first love, but maybe one of our <laughs> truest loves. Right. Um, but, I mean, this show
0: really went through some shit to get to 100.
1: Yeah, which is why I'm almost... I was surprised... Like, I knew they didn't do anything for the 100th episode, but, like, I was really surprised that it was this episode. Um... Yeah, well, I mean,
0: season six was they on Yahoo. Didn't have a huge budget. <laughs> it was on Yahoo. Uh, they were, you know, pretty much locked into their room. Yeah. Uh, so this is one where they're basically spend the whole episode in the uh, in the study room. Right. Basic crisis room decorum because we have to figure out if the if Greendale gave a degree to a dog. Yeah.
1: Um, and also, if it did, is that a bad thing? Or should we make an attack ad about City College before they air this? Yeah. And, you know, it's it's fine. I mean,
0: it feels like... I mean, what I love about Community is that all of the conflicts, even if they feel like they're resolved in the episode, they often come back in new and interesting ways. Right. I mean, the you rivalry. Know, Annie leaving for a school that takes itself more seriously, that came up in... I don't know how many episodes, right. but it's it's a long running thing for her character, as well as, you know, uh, Jeff's moral ambiguity yeah. and whatever. But it's different now because Paget Brewster is here.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. This is definitely one of the shows with the fewest amount of. Um, mm-hmm of seasons uh the the shortest i think is jane the virgin with only five seasons yeah that
0: we went with that i we mean went there's with. certainly yes. other episodes that that basically just grazed 100 right uh but we wanted to do the long running show yeah the big one community because it's a special case yeah.
1: yeah um so we did it we made it through all 100 100th episodes what are what are our biggest takeaways david What what's your biggest takeaway from all this
0: the biggest takeaway is that the hitting a hundred meant more longer ago. Yes. Because it was more important for getting you know, getting syndication. But it's actually become more a prominent marketing tool now than it did in like the fifties and sixties and seventies. Right.
1: Like it's it's celebrated more now but matters less. Um, right. is It's a fascinating shift.
0: conundrum because you only need 50 episodes of a standard, you know, sitcom or whatever to get on Netflix. Or, and it's actually harder to get onto Netflix if you have a lot of episodes because Netflix might not shell out that much money for your property if right. you have, like, 200, 300 episodes. Right.
1: So it's almost easier to get picked up. And, you know, if it's something shorter, there's the chance that they could revive it and then have their own exclusive right. rights. And,
0: yeah. Exactly. So the things things have totally flipped. But what remains is this sense that a hundred it's a big round yeah. number. It's Monk's favorite number. Right. It's it's our favorite number too. And so we're we're just glad that we've been able to stay with you for a hundred
1: uploads. Yeah, of it's our it's a little it's, podcast. I'm honestly not shocked that we got here, but like I feel very proud that we have put a hundred of something out into the world.
0: Right and uh maybe one day uh we'll put out a hundred more <laughs> and we'll do a 200 episode Woo! Then And we'll watch all the 200, 200 episodes. episodes it'll
1: be a lot it will be impossible like there were not 200 <laughs> yeah. how
0: long is this one like three hours yeah so
1: <laughs> oh God thank you for staying with us uh not yes. only for 100 episodes but for this entire long extravaganza you guys are champs. Yeah. Um, if you have any requests for shows or tropes or themes that you'd like us to talk about, please either tweet at us at tropes um, or comment on this, uh, link wherever you find it.
0: Yeah. Also, I really want to know if anybody noticed any mistakes in this one. Again, it was difficult to track down some of these 100th episodes.
1: I think we, and we did And also I want to well. know...
0: If you have a favorite 100th episode.
1: Yeah, like, do you, is this an episode that uh, you you remembered? Or if you've watched any of the ones on this list, uh, did did they jump out right. at or it, you? Or know. any
0: that aren't on this list that we, you know, of course we can't talk about every right, show. Right, right. I want to hear what your favorite 100th special was. Yeah. Um, all right.
1: All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye.